This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder James Boy came to give him life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation We got the power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Hey, folks. Welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio, a... Pretty much a review edition, or sorry, a preview edition of One Nation Radio. There are three shows we have to go over, um, but I guess, you know, there is a review. We're going to talk about, uh, obviously, uh, the week of AEW between uh, Rampage and Dynamite. But first, uh, Rich, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Just chilling. Um, You know, got some weird news to talk about here on the show. So, uh, as many of you have heard over the years, you know, we have the classic bit hit the music so i don't know what happened but someone's trying to ruin it you know i I guess it must have gotten too over you know no i'm kidding so um the other week uh when you know we we published a show uh obviously you know it'll auto go to youtube and then you know youtube has its own audio checker system for the first time ever the hit the music stardom old music that some of you guys may have been like listening to you know this show after they use that music so you don't know why we use it or anything like that yeah Uh, but that was the old stardom intro music for their matches yeah um, from like the beginning of video from the beginning of 2019 and then they changed it in like the summer of 2019 and we just kept it yeah, so yeah. like I mean they've they've changed it over and over now at this point. Like just yeah. like the it's probably on like our fifth or sixth music since uh since then. Right. So so this got flagged and apparently it is like stage like or just regular library music. It wasn't like music stardom made or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um it was something called like the Nash Music Library or something owns it or whatever, right? So um when you guys hear it from now on, it's gonna probably sound a little different. Like I think uh, James is uh put the idea out there of like slowing it down a little I mean, bit. I mean slow it down to speed it up. I don't know which one. We're gonna do that. If not, I'll like I'll fuck around sample that shit and we can make a beat out of it and then figure it out. Uh but they ain't they ain't you know, they won't win. These shit birds don't get to win, you know. <laughs> so we we will not um you know, we will not lose. Um but yeah, uh in other news, James, uh <laughs> did you see the news that broke a few minutes ago? Uh what is the news that broke a few minutes ago? There's a new there someone running for president. He didn't. He declared Welp. 
Um, I think that the Republican establishment wants to move on from him. Uh, and there is going to be a war over there. And it's going to be bad because, like, Trump is going to can't beat Biden again. Or he can't beat Biden. And then, like, if they go with DeSantis, like, there are going to be so many people that would have voted for Trump that are going to be pissed that he, you know, got screwed by. They the might sit party. home. Right. <laughs> right. So, like, they're, they're staring at an L. They're staring at an L. And there's also, you know, there was also talk that, like, Biden, um, he he hadn't decided whether or not, no, no, we hadn't decided whether or not he was going to run for a second term. If Trump wins the, nom- the Republican nomination, he's running again at 100, 100% out of 100. Now, if DeSantis wins... It, I think it will be a less up. I think it would be ninety nine percent instead of hundred. But you get my point. Like so, um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm very excited for the perspective war that is going to break out in the GOP um, between you know, and, and we 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 kind of get to watch it all from afar at the moment. Yeah, that's y'all. That's y'all problems. It's, y'all yeah. can. Y'all can traffic in the in the misinformation in between y'all. Like like how did how does that work, James? Like does someone like use the misinformation? Like you, how do you like use the misinformation and then like say the misinformation is lying on me at the same you, time? Like you it's know like what? That's a good point because normally because like, normally like one side makes misinformation similar to like the the Paul Pelosi bullshit from a couple weeks ago, and then they run with it even though it's like. Nah, man, they got they got the camera of, of the dude breaking into the house. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Um, <laughs> uh, but whatever. Um, you're right. Like normally, it's used. It gets like it gets disseminated, and then it gets picked up upon, and then like people either outright use it, or they'll do the like Dave Chappelle like thing that Dave Chappelle did at SNL, where it's like. I'll I'll allude to it, but not actually say it, and I'll just say like I'm you know I'm just asking questions, and I'm just you know I'm playing I'm playing fast and loose with the rules, and not be you know looked at as like an asshole. So um, yeah, man, um, it, it will be interesting to see how the disinformation campaigns uh, start you know start and like who's you know whose side who's their own. Like the establishment at this point is it, it you know Rupert Murdoch and Fox News like that's clearly they're with they're going with DeSantis. Um, and to see like what Trump has left after that, um, you know, all the, all the people that he, you know, all the election deniers and everything, all like almost all of them majorly lost, you know, secretary from secretary of state to, uh, senators to appreciate everybody senators, going out there that. to vote. Yeah, last man. Week. Um, you know, and a lot of that, um, last week, I, I don't know if we were talking about that on the show or we were talking about that during the post show on the stream, but like. We had a, you know, there's a lot of gloom and doom, and I can't believe this is, you know, going to be end up this way. But, um, you know, as it turns out, when it comes to, like, you know, 538 and a lot of the polling places, like, the junk, I think we talked about it, like, it seems like it's kind of, some of these junk polls are kind of giving you that facade of, you know, to add to the aggregate to make it look like the red wave, whatever you want to call it, it was coming, which historically... You know, first term presidents, first midterm, they get they get annihilated. Like that's mm-hmm. not, unless you're, you know, unless you're going to get that oil. That's that's about the only time it ever. Um, but yeah, um, in our lifetime anyway. But yeah, like, um, luckily, um, those are junk polls, and also luckily, 
the election deniers and people that, you know, would have, you know, been in place for a potential 2024 coup if Trump ran again, or now that he is running again, like they all mostly conceded. They didn't say like it was rigged. They all, you know, it was all bluster. It was all bluster and talk and they took that L and they took an ass home. And, you know, it's, it appears that we have a democracy for another two more years. But it is kind of tiring that like every tw- every forty eight months we're gonna have to do this every every fucking November. <laughs> Junior, that red wave fell off like Tyreek Evans. My God, we have the best comment section on Earth, brother. On Earth, that was a good one. Um, but yeah, <laughs> where's he playing now? Wong Dong Tigers. I don't. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I know it was a foreign country, but I mean, like, he was in a league that I knew about. I forgot. I, I think, was he in China? Wasn't he in China? Wasn't he, like, an MVP? All right. Okay. Whatever. Ni hao. Damn um, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, apparently, uh, you know, take, trying to completely deconstruct women's rights was not a women's sh- or winning strategy. It, it was it, not. It's almost as if 51% of the population are women. You know. Like, and another part was like, hey, man, uh, we're, we're kind of past this age range now, but like the 30 and under group, man, they came through like that last round. They came through like that last round. Like, look, me and you last night on that show, last week on that show, we were sitting there like Captain America, one versus all, like with the broken shield, and we just have to fight for our lives against Thanos and his whole entire onslaught of planets worth of people. And then all of a sudden, like, the under 30 crowd, man, they showed up and said, hey, James Rich on your left. And look, look, T'Challa came through, Thor came through, Peter Parker came through, look, uh, Ant-Man came through, Hulk came through, and look, I was like, they assembled, goddammit, I was, I was so happy for our youth that they're not, that they're not like, you know, they seem like they're on a better path than even our age, our age group. They were now like, you know, older millennials or whatever you want to call it. But man, like, um, it's encouraging to see that like, they're not like gonna take it. Well, they're, they're just not, not like, gonna take it. At least for now, they're not caught up in like the, you know, see the disinformation, the disinformation stuff and like fall for it, given that they're always on the internet. And maybe the thing is like, they're always on the internet. So like, they know better than your 40, your 45 year old, you know, that's on Facebook seeing shit. That's, you know, bullshit. That's probably what it is. Cause they grew up yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was heartening to see that. Um, now 20 years from now, we'll see. We'll see. But <laughs> right now it was heartening. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess um, we should probably uh, start with uh, AW Dynamite this week. Is there, is um, there any before we move on? Are there any particular packs you want to? Oh, um, I would like to open up a pack for the Arizona Governor's race. <laughs> yep, that, that's, that, that was that was number one on my list, but that was number two. Um, I would like I would like to send a shout out to Big Gretch. Um, <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> she, uh, she, she is definitely like, look, big, look, they sent folks to come get her. They stopped it and she won. Amazing. She, that like, they actually really do call her big wretch too. I know there's <laughs> a dude that, there's a dude that made a rap song called big wretch. I didn't know it's, that. That's bro. And he's, and he's rapping like one of the Detroit rappers over them fast beats, but they'd be like, off beat. Beat. yes, <laughs> bro. It's hilarious. Better. 
I'm about to find it. Find the link, I, send it to me. I got to I got to play it. <laughs> oh man. Hold on, man. <laughs> GMAC Cash, Big Gretch. That's awesome. <laughs> and of course I get an ad. That's great. Alrighty. Um, Big Gretch, here we go. Hey. Primo beats on the chat. Hey, we want to present these buffs to our governor. Hey, Gretch. Throw the buffs on her face. Cause that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress. We got Big Gretch. You can find her in the press. Under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Gretch. Throw the buffs on her face. Cause that's Big Gretch. We ain't even about to stress. We got Big Gretch. At all. You can find her in the press. Under Big Gretch. Fresh in a new dress. Yeah, that's Big Gretch. Come on. Big Gretch and this bitch playing no roles. Excuse all the cussing. That's just how I get my flow on. If you want to leave the state, you can stay gone. But right now, Big Gretch says stay home. All that protesting was irrelevant. Big Gretch ain't trying to hear y'all or the president how we gonna take orders from a non-resident talking about it safe but he ain't coming with the evidence big grits got him shook now when it's all over you invited to the cookout when it's all over you deserve to get took out big all right send me the link the send me the link so i can add that to the show <laughs> oh and post. my god there's no other Russell podcast that would have found big Gretch and played it for you but uh shouts out to gmac um also, uh, Dr. Oz got to go in the pack. Yep, that um, was number one on my list. That was number one on my list. Dr. Oz that man go said in the pack. that when that man said that uh, <laughs> that uh, that um, abortion uh, should be between uh, a a man, a woman, and and his in the legislator, I was like, wait, what? Excuse me, moi. Hey, <laughs> me talking French. I was like, what? What? I, I what? That is nonsense, sir. Um. Yeah. A lot of these um, folks head, head headed to to Guangdong. Uh. And, yeah. You know. Look, get them um, out of here. Get them on the jet. Look. Mass. Look. Masters in Arizona. Do you see his like press stuff? Like his like campaign commercials? No. Bro, it is some. It's like some shit straight out of like American History X. Like oh, he's in like he's in the Arizona desert. Like he's almost like in a um. By almost like a watering hole, like a re- reservoir, and he gets a German gun, a German gun, and uh, and talks about how like this is the gun that James Bond had in one of the, one of the James Bond, you know, there's like a million James Bond movies, right? Can't remember which one, and then he talked about how he has a silencer on it. He put a silencer on it, and he basically just shoots like aims at stuff that's up the reservoir, right? Just shooting. And he's like, man, he can't hear nothing. Like, he sounds like a fucking mer- serial killer, obviously. And then, um, from that, he has another one similar, right? Where also the car was BMW. Like, it's a lot of European stuff going on there. Like, well, I wonder what that's about. Um, hmm. So then, then he cuts, you know, all the dog whistly stuff about like, you know, what this country is and what how it's changing and how he wants to keep it, you know, keep it the same and keep tradition and all this stuff. And I'm just like, this dude is like, there's been too many people dog whistling for the last fifty or last seven years for you to think this is going to slide. And he lost, you know, Kelly beat him, so that, that's great. But I was like, yo, this is a. For Sandy, I was like, yo, this is a mess. Like, this is crazy. And then, like, you know, you had obviously, obviously you had like Mastriano in, in uh, Pennsylvania. And, you know, we still have to do the runoff thing. Fucking 
Yeah. Oh, oh, don't worry. Herschel Walker, the pack is coming. Oh, he's done. He's done. <clears throat> like, there's no, the be no, there's be, no, no look, look, the, they already lost the, control. They already lost a chance to send it. They're not going to, they're not going to, people aren't going to show up in droves. Like people were always, you, you know, you were talking about like that, um, the Kempton, the Kempton, um, Abrams and no, no, the Kempton, um, <clears throat> and Walker ticket and how it split and like Kemp won decisively. He lost, but we're not going to get 50%. So he had to run off. Like it's a, you know, I think that's uh, it's what early December is he's done. He's done. The father will be going back to the home, you yeah. know? Yeah, we'll be back in the home. Yeah, so, so I think that. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, man, it was uh, you know, <laughs> lost the house, but like, considering historically how it was done, like how it's done, like this is way better than I thought it was going to be. And that, like, the thing that was scary for me is like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Democrat. I'm just liberal. And the thing for me is like, seeing all these like anti-democratic people. That was the danger for me. It was like, yo, this is, this is the, this is. We're about to become a fascist, a fascist state. That's the thing that was had me so worried. Like as far as you know, the general, you know, people, people are bigging her up now because she decided to do the right thing. But like, I don't give a fuck about Liz Cheney. No. no. <laughs> oh, I will what, say the, the dunk she had her on the Carrie Lake last night. Oh my god. Whew. Like I want to say like a week ago, Carrie Lake added uh, Liz Cheney. It was like you have donated like three hundred thousand dollars to my opponent to to Katie Hobbs and. It's only made me stronger, and I'm going to win. So thank you. And after, like, look, minutes after after that shit was called, <laughs> Liz Cheney added Carrie Lake to that same tweet and said, "You're welcome." Should have make your soul burn slow. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more to put up for, and that's Mitch McConnell. Ooh, he's getting fired. He's being removed out the thing. <sighs> They, yeah, yeah, he gone. I, and the worst part about it is he's because you know how you know how off the wall they are. They're going to remove him when he told them that like we have bad candidates this cycle. He said that he said he he literally said like there might be some struggles with 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 candidate quality. He said that months ago. People didn't believe him because they're like, well, look at the history, and you know, we got all this in place, and they finna fire his ass. And look. Good riddance. <coughs> kick him down. Kick him off the cliff. Bring the next one up. We can kick his ass off too. So um, yeah, man. Let's uh, let's get to uh, AW Dynamite from last week. So yep. uh, this was uh, an up and down show, I'd say. Uh, a lot of people weren't into this. I thought they did some good stuff, but there was some. I don't know. I like the main event a lot. Main event was great. Um, yeah, great. I, like. They, they they just gonna I have the to keep was fun li- as hell too. They just gonna have to keep lying, like like they gonna have to keep fighting on that lie uh, about Sammy. So so do people uh, not like Sammy? Just say they don't like him, or do they say he's also like not good? Which is also which is bullshit. Both. Why well, can't <laughs> I don't understand? Like there are plenty of people that I think are talented that I think are assholes. Just 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 rock that and say they're assholes. Yeah, um, I don't I don't get it. So we opened up um, Dynamite with uh, the Gun Club and Swerving Our Glory against the Acclaim and FTR. And this was like a, this reminded me of like a, a good road to match, um, tag match in New Japan or something. Um, so this was, um, they had Stokely and W. Morrissey with them. Uh, and they did a bunch of different things around the ring. This was, they worked hard, I'd say. 
Uh, and the sword did a big dive in there. There was a the, part where and they they didn't do much catching for that one. Well, FTR is not really you know one for catching uh, historically at this point. Um, and it's happened before, yeah. Yeah, um, there was a part where um, they you know fresh off Road Dog saying some bullshit. They, they immediately put him in the match. Uh, Max Caster did do a, a pretty good freestyle um, before the match. Uh, he was talking about Tom Brady. He was talking about Hirsch Walker and Kyrie Irving and all this other shit. So um, yeah. all the current events were lined up there yeah. for him easy. It, yeah. it was Unfor- a- unfortunately, Tom Brady is undefeated since he's been divorced. Unfortunately. Yeah, got got to got to work on that one, Max. But um, it opened with Billy Gunn, like, diving at Swerve. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a kind of kind of a good touch there, because uh, Swerve had you know locked him in a room pre- previously. <laughs> so, but um, this whole thing uh, kind of ended up with a claim to FTR getting the win. Um, hit the mic drop on um, uh, after the big, the big rig on uh, I think it was Austin Gun, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what's the other one's name? Colton. Yeah, it was on Austin. Yep. And acclaimed FCR one and you know, good guys stand tall. Yeah, and they made eyes at each other as far as like or you know, we we kinda want your belts, but you're cool. It's one of those. Um I wonder if uh I don't know, it was it was it was pretty yeah, I, like I think the It was a I very don't know, good match. I don't know if FTR is going to um I don't know what they're going to do here. Um, like I, because it feels like FDR is very, very, very over still. Mm-hmm. And I guess I guess they're just going to make him ride it out. It was really funny. Like Swerve came, came out. He was really over. And Keith Lee came out. He was really over. <clears throat> and FT, FDR came out and they were really over. And um, the Acclaim came out and they were really over. But when like, uh, the the Gun Brothers came out. They weren't really over. They weren't over, and I was just like, okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, um, it is interesting. It, I I I I don't think there is money in a FTR versus or money or whatever. I don't think there's. I think there's more interest in seeing like FTR, like. Get the belts and get them from from swerving our glory than getting them from the acclaimed. I pers- and I think that's the way you like avoid like getting heat on FTR. Yeah, um, they they also got final battle to think about with the always tag belts. Whatever's going to happen, um, we'll see which way to go with that. After that, we get MJF on this podcast, and it was a part of my take. It was part of my take. It was a uh, like barstool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he basically cuts a promo on on the camera on the podcast. Uh, yeah. This is excellent. Um, just rapid fire. I like this so much more than like when he was he's doing all the shoot stuff and you know that sounds dumb and all that. I thought this was way more effective. Uh, he talked about uh, being attacked by the firm in Stokely. Uh, he talked about he was on the sidelines and he was you know cautioned by people to you know not return to the ring, take it easy. Uh, he talked about a lot of the biggest moments in his career getting overshadowed um, by random mentions of uh, saying like Cody without with the neck tattoo and um, different, you know, things like with Matt Hardy, you know, um, 
bunch of bunch of like you know other weird some stuff things. hit some stuff didn't as far as what were actual distractions and other things were just like well the matches wasn't that good max is, is what it is and then like he also cut the thing where like luckily he threw in dusty rose rick flair otherwise it'd been another like oh he's sucking wwe's dick again um where he's like bruno and dusty and and flair and and hogan and rock and austin and cena and he stopped there he did not mention roman reigns uh which is also funny because it's like you're comparing some, uh, look, I understand what John Cena has done. John Cena is not The Rock or Austin, but whatever. Uh or Hogan. So, um and and like but that's also the part where it's like he's trying to play this or it feels like he's they're still trying to do the tweener thing with him. And like you got to give me something. Like I mean, a couple weeks ago we did the thing about where we talked about uh, Regal like that was something obviously. Obviously Regal like you know, fills in the blanks for him. But like the part where he talks about like, we're on the precipice of like, of maybe the greatest moment in pro wrestling. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Like <laughs> you knock this off. Like I had, ne- I have never done this before, but like in my mind, I was like, Oh, so he's just like lying like Jay White. Like where it's like, I can't, I can't even take this even halfway seriously. And I, and I had started to zone out, but like, I, but as I still organized, like it was a great promo, but it just wasn't like for me, it's just like, oh, okay, I get it, bro. All right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a great, um, he talked about, he's going to be ready in the Prudential center. Uh, he's going to be standing across a ring from Moxley. So it's the biggest match in his career, the biggest match in AEW history. Uh, he doesn't like Moxley thinks he's a scumbag, uh, says he really has no athletic ability at all. But he respects um, him. Yeah. And, but he's like, despite all that, you know, you, you made yourself the best wrestler in the world and all that stuff. So you put yeah. him over a little bit then. So, you know what it reminded me of? Do you remember, um, before, um, which is funny because we just got brought up, someone, these idiots brought up the Nia Jax thing with Becky Lynch. Um, oh my God. Right. Like on the road to that, right. After <clears> Becky <throat> had just had, like, finished off her, you know, feud of the year contender in WWE that year with, uh, Charlotte and <clears throat> won the best main roster match that year. Um, she had started focusing on the Survivor Series thing. And she had cut this backstage promo talking about, like, Ronda woke up, will be woken up out of, and, and put in arm bars. She had to wake up and escape. Like, it's one thing to be, and the basic gist of the promo was, it take, it's, it's one thing to be um, born born a champion or born tough, I forgot what the word is. It's another thing to, like, be made, you know, like, forged by fire, being made tough. Like, saying Becky is like, I... You were born into this. I was made. I made myself into this. Like therefore, like mine is more, you know, um, special or whatever, right? Uh, more like I got that dog in me, and you don't, right? And then like MJF, and, I, and in my mind, I remember this promo because it was one of the. It was like when Becky was ascending, and it was an awesome promo. So that's in, that's been like emblazoned in my mind. And then MJF does like the same promo, except in reverse, says like from the perspective of like, yeah, it means much more to be like born with a spoon with a silver spoon in your mouth. And I'm like. Okay, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like, we... Uh, this would work so much better if he was just a flat-out hill and everyone just booed him. Like, like before all this shit with CM Punk and him leaving. Like, it was so much cleaner than this. It really was. Yeah. Um, I think he's walking a fine line because he's always going to execute the performance stuff well it's always going to be delivered properly it's just like okay like either turn them or like don't like like 
I don't know. I feel like there's something I'm, we're not seeing that there's a there's clearly a domino or a piece missing at but that we're gonna get like this weekend to fit that we get a determination on what he actually is going to be. The thing is like. I felt like he was playing it better down the middle to where you don't know which way it was going before this week. Mm-hmm. Um, this week made it where it's like we're trying to get to the match and no one's going in. It, and it's almost like they feel like people may cheer Mox or may cheer uh, MJF, but like everyone's mostly is going to be cheering Moxley. So like I got to kind of heal it up this particular week because it's the goal in or, or sorry, we're only like 10 days out uh, from the date of this show. So it was it was kind of felt that's what it felt like to me um but you know like i just i almost feel like i, I i'll save the, i'll save this part for the uh, for the preview version of it but when we get to the main event but uh, of full gear but yeah it's just mm, mm. It's, it's like they're all doing really good things but like i, mm, I, I feel like there's something missing maybe it's the direction i don't know so we had Paige and Kingston in the first round of the championship eliminator tournament and hold 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 on to your pants, everybody. Eddie Kingston lost clean to Ethan Page here. Uh super f- finisher to beat him off the top rope with the um uh the ego's edge. Yep, so. Um the only two people that were given real mic time going into this are Ethan Page and Ricky Stark. So I kind of felt like I saw this one coming. Kingston um, had a had to stretch plum on, but uh, he was but the, for the visual victory. Um, while um, Stokely had taken had t- had the ref taken. So yeah. yeah, I mean that was a bit of protection, but it was like I'm surprised they did that one. Yeah, um, and I. I kind of mentioned last time why they would try to like put a put a little push on Ethan Page here, mm-hmm. um, but it's Ethan Page at the end of the day. So um, I don't even mind it as much as like, wow, you could have used Kings for another round. And now, now I have questions like, what Kings is doing on pay per view? He might not be on it. <laughs> well, that like a good did, idea you? Did, did you see? Well, there's there's only one other option. He has a tag match on Friday uh, where right. he's going to be teaming with um, uh, Ortiz to be taking on Jun the returning. And Takeshita, yes. <laughs> Kanosuke Takeshita, Jun Hakiyama. So, like, you know, this could be announced uh, after that. But, like, oh, by the way, Jun Let's Hakiyama will, 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 will oh, take okay. on Eddie Kingston one on one, you know. Something like that. So, um, and I would imagine like June would probably win. But <laughs> um, after that, um, we had uh, uh, what's the name? Page Advance. Uh, he's going to face the winner of Bandito and Roosh. Turned out to be Bandito. Um, so next week on Dynamite or tomorrow night, it's going to be uh, Bandito versus Ethan Page. And I'm going to be furious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because, like you know, if, if this is my my company, I can fix this tournament real quick. You know, we can just put Bandito all the way through. You know, we don't have to worry about you know doing funny angles to to run up a bunch of matches to make some to give somebody extra sympathy at the end, uh, like is about to happen here. Um, yeah, so we'll get to it. So after that, Ari Davari is in the ring for some reason. They don't do a lot of. <laughs> Uh, spontaneous <laughs> right. things on dynamite. Right. I was right. like, 
I watched this. I watched this. I finished the show like less than an hour ago. So I see Davari in the room. I'm like, why the fuck is Davari on my screen? And then next thing I know, he's calling out Wardlaw. I was like, oh, okay. He's going to murder him. Okay, fine by me. Fine. We're drawn. <clears throat> if he's going to just go out here and go get his ass whooped, whatever. That's fine. Yep. And basically, you know, uh, Warlow comes out with Samoa Joe. Um, or Joe comes out. He's hanging out. Um, and last week, uh, the week before that, Warlow was talking a bunch of stuff, looking at Hobbs, uh, kind of running into Smojo, Smojo staring him down, kind of foreshadowing. They kind of got right to it here. So uh, Warlow destroys Davari. Uh, he gets on a mic, calls out Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, basically, you know, Hobbs is standing on the entrance ramp. He said he's glad to have found a worthy challenger and contender for the TNT title. Says um, that he's going to beat him and retain the, the belt. And after that, he's going to take. Uh, every title in AEW, and then like I don't know, like when he said that it was like Samoa Joe just 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 blacked out, saw red, and then the AEW cameraman completely missed a shot of, of <laughs> Samoa Joe, uh, Bosch and Warlow, um, and you know he turns on Warlow, um, and then Hobbs is sitting there kind of like, well, huh, and then not, I'm yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right. And then, you know, you got the TNT title in the mix. You got the ROH TV title with uh, Samoa Joe. So it looks like it's a three-way program or something like that. Joe chokes him out. Uh, and everyone's, you know, commentators are selling it real big. And uh, I think Joe's probably more interesting as a heel. Uh, you can probably unleash yeah. him on the mic a little more. Oh, yeah. Um, and this just, I don't know, it, I, if it was me, I would have turned him after the Hobbs match because I would have just wanted to keep one-on-one, kind of muddied this up. I don't know if this is a way to consolidate these championships to further enhance the TNT title if you're going to get rid of the ROH TV title because they already have the pure title and uh, the world title and you know things like that. But um, I could see put both belts on the line and then you know merge those belts. Yeah, I, I I just I found it really cute to like <laughs> this could have all just been a misunderstanding, right? Like Warlow said, I want all the belts in AEW. And when he said that, he Joe didn't even about, ask questions. He, he won't even talk about no damn he won't even talk about the ring on. Ain't even the furthest thing in his, that's the furthest thing from his mind. But like Joe's like, oh. Well, I'm on AEW television. It's a it's a belt that's in the finish sometimes on AEW. He must be talking about my belt. Bash He's talking about me. <laughs> and you'd be like, bro, we can't at least talk this out. <laughs> just un- just unreasonable. <laughs> first first time chatter. See uh, Miss X Nova. Welcome. He said Joe's finna stink it up in a three way Warlow versus Hobbs was the move. Um, I don't know about stink it up, but uh, I would I would definitely say Warlow versus Hobbs was the move. Um. Joe's I mean, there's still really room for, depending here. on how they go with that. Either one, like one for me is like if you give me a ten minute match between Warlow and Hobbs or Warlow and Joe, I think the Warlow and Joe match will still be better. But in the three way thing, like yeah, I think that Warlow. I'm sorry, I think that uh, Hobbs is more versatile and like Joe, you know, because Joe at this point, like all he has is brawling, really. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that works, how it all shakes out. But um, we'll see. Um, we'll see. So um, Jade has a message for Nyla. She's uh, hitting pull-ups during this, looking like I 
I've never seen a promo like delivered like in this, you know, form in, in you know, looking the way it did, you know, with the delivery combined. Um, she's hitting the pull ups. She's basically saying um, she's going to make it clear if I was in the area on Friday, a rampage, she's going to handle her and get back with hers. Um, after that, uh, we had Shivani with Britt Baker and Soraya in the ring. And man, this was an interesting segment. Um, so this was very good, but they both said things that are like, why did you say this? Like, take this little bit out and like, you have your really good promo or you have your really good promo part and they, and like, they both did it. Um, I think more people are going to be on, um, Soraya about it, but I think she was way more like, and then she tried to save it at the end, but I, I think Britt largely cooked her. Well, the whole well, the whole part of it is to set up that like you're delusional, and then that's when Paige or sorry, Soraya comes back with like the like look all the shit I've gone through to get to this point, look at the humiliation or whatever else. Like she's actually like getting like the baby face sympathy for, her. and like the crowd was going up for both of them at the time. So I thought it was I thought that was interesting. Um, but the page no, stuff, I don't. The, I don't like I think like the second way where she was talking about, you know, this is my house. And then I've been in Madison Square Garden and all this stuff. And the people boo her. Uh, and like the second like she they tried to position. Her? Yes. Like the second they tried to. They booed her. Pos- yes. Pull it up. I just watched it like less than an hour ago. I didn't yeah. recall a boo. I heard it get, get quiet, though. Because yeah, obviously like, people were like, "Oh, when she's doing, doing the, big the thing, yeah, yes, yeah, she's doing the whole big league thing." Like, as soon as you start bringing up the Madison Square Garden, obviously she fucked up and said the Tokyo Dome Instead thing, which is just whole, like, yeah. huh? Um, and then it was like, "You're you're not even a real star. You don't know how to be a superstar." As soon as like you hear that, it's like, get the fuck out of here! Like, you can like this should be a rule for anyone that comes in from WWE that's trying to be a babyface. If you come out here and like disrespect. Like these people that help build this company like this, you're going to get booed like this is how it works. Like or like people are not going to fuck with you. And I think she is by the time they get to the pay-per-view crowd, Britt's going to get cheered here. They're both going to get cheered because they both get cheered. I, I, I look, the time is coming up on. Soraya. Now, my thing is, if you want to say that, like, it's the pay-per-view crowd is like, well, they're just in Boston, right? This happened in Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think, like, um, yeah, like, because ultimately what it comes down to is, like, they're, I don't know how long this program is going to go. I don't know if, I don't know if it's going to be any good once he gets in the ring or whatever. But, like, by the time she got to the part talking about, like, all the shit she's been through and, like, she's finally fucking cleared and all that kind of stuff, like, they were happy for her. So, like, regardless of, uh, her saying those things that are just like, yeah, you shouldn't say that, st- you shouldn't say that shit. Uh, it ended up working out at the end. So, like, I, I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, you know, how people handle it or whatever else. Like, um, but yeah, just the like, it it's feel, more it of the, like it's more it feels of the, like they, they're both saying stuff to each other. Um, or like they're both, uh, they're trying to skirt the line, is but they're not like nearly as good with skirt, like tight roping, tight roping this line, like someone like a MJF is, even though MJF can clumsily can be clumsy at times with it every, every so often. Like this was just wrong audience to say that stuff about Brits not being a star, even if she's a shit hill, who cares? Yeah. It's more of the big star bullshit like that plagued TNA for years. Um, and 
she I think she turned it around the second half, but that first half was just like so off putting, I thought. Um <clears throat> Britt basically like just answers all all the stuff. Uh, she says she's given her neck and or excuse me. Um she's basically says you walked out of your house and walked into hers, da 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 and they don't take appointments that I was like cute little line. Um yeah. they had uh you know a lot of heat here. So yeah, people that. are into this. Um and I don't really know why. <laughs> right? Like I'm not like I'm not exactly like, you know, I'm not exactly signing up to see like what Paige looks like after she's been out for like six years, something like that. No, that's six years. It's more like uh it's more like four years, right? Yeah. Right. And then and then it's like I also like, you know, look, man, there's a rule here. Brit Brit Baker tags, yes. Brit singles. You know, it's a it's a grab bag. You don't know what you're gonna get. So um, I'm kind of worried. It, that, and, it, and it's not like Saray is like some ring legend, like rolling out of bed here. Like, and you think about all the time she's missed and what her actual resume is. Like, I, there, I think there's a lot of uh, overstating going on for for her. But you know, that's uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see it. Um, so after that, uh, QT, Jay Lethal, and uh, friends were confronted by OC and uh, the best friends. Uh, QT was talking with uh, Lethal Dutt and Satnam, and uh, basically they were getting uh, getting a payment for Cole Carter for uh, doing the, the business last week. Um, Dan Housen uh, and Orange Cassidy walked in. Dan no, Housen, you, you leave out the part where like they handed QT the envelope. QT opened the envelope, grabbed one bill out the envelope, and handed that one bill to Cole Carter. That man, that boy is a slave. I saw that and I fucking held. I was like, this is the funniest thing QT's ever done. Like, <laughs> he, he took this he took this man whole payment. <laughs> like, not even not even MJF was asshole enough to like when he got the envelope from like Andrade. Like, not even he was like. Reach in and hear your poor motherfucker. Like he, not even he did that. Like that's like that shit was hilarious, bro. And Cole Carter was like, "Thank you, sir." Working with scraps. Yes. Um, but uh, I keep some broke. Yes, <laughs> that way they will be liable to go crazy. <laughs> so um, basically, QT started talking. The OC said he accepts his challenge, and then. Um, uh, best friends were talking to uh, Lethal Dutton Singh, and eventually, like Trent was like, "Hey man, cut the shit, let's run it." And he challenged Jay Lethal. Then we got Trent Beretta versus Jay Lethal. I had trouble getting into this one. It was fine. Uh, like if I imagine what a Jay Lethal, um, Trent Beretta, like. AEW elimination or title eliminator match would be it would have been better than this but it was still good um a lot was working over um like when Trent came out Lethal came behind hit him with the chop block and then he used a lot of like working over the leg and then um everybody got up on the apron uh Sanjay um uh, big dude 7-3 Satnam Singh Satnam yeah, Singh, Sanjay, and Dan Housen got up there <clears> doing the curse stuff, and then Trent like helped out Dan Housen on the apron. And while he did that, like he got um, that gave Lethal time to hit the Lethal injection. 
Yep, and then after that, uh, we had a... the apron and it goes to the top of the entrance. Um, lethal singing Sanjay, and then they bring out Jared, and then Jared um, talks. Yep, uh, Double J comes out, sets the internet on fire for about thirty seconds. So, um, oh, the bronze stuff, right? Yeah, and uh, you know, heard heard the music. And you know, Jared uh, talks about getting one million plus views for for his um, video on the debut of Dynamite, which is somebody actually had pulled it up, and I think uh, it was like six hundred ninety one thousand. So Jeff Jarrett clearly lying, um, only further enhancing the grift. Um, and he t- then essentially gave the rundown promo and basically was like, you know, that's why I'm friends with Sanjay Dutt. I've known him for years and years. I helped break him into the, into the business. Da, da, da. Jay Lethal, I signed him to his first contract in wrestling. Da, I, I love this man. Da, 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 da. He said then, Sanjay had like a 180-something IQ. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, he basically said, uh, sat in him singing. He's like, yo, he, or he talked about Lethal being so decorated in Ring of Honor and says he has wins over Ric Flair and Sting. And uh, he basically threw in the IQ thing. And then he said, come here, cameraman. He said, you know, go to his feet and, and point it up. And then sat in him singing. He said he's a seven foot five legit giant. And um, the first um, ever to play in, in the NBA, uh, being born and raised in India. And this is not no pretend giant um, that's getting, you know, uh, you know, in, in red skinny jeans that's getting ordered around by the banana. Uh, what the fuck did he say? He said the banana. Well, I'm sorry. Banana uh, nose. Uh, the banana nose circus or some yeah, shit like, like that. that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> banana nose and circus was all put together in that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Banana nose led circus. Uh, he said he's not he's not wearing red pants like a fake giant and obviously talking about triple h and braun i was yeah. i was dying because this is moments after Strowman, you know was embarrassing himself um and basically he gets told by a producer off can to wrap him up and uh, uh jared's like don't ever wrap me up try to wrap me up again and i thought he was gonna hit the the, the, the guy that's where i thought it was going but the funniest part was like <laughs> he's about to bash his ass with that guitar and buddy ran <laughs> He but knew. I was like, no, I, knew. I see this shit. I done seen this shit. You're not going to hit me. I'm out of here. He and knew. So, like, they, you know, they had, how old is Jeff Jarrett? 50 what? I had to look it up. He's not 60 yet, is he? Nah, Jarrett's like mid-50s, I believe. Jeff Jarrett. Age. Jeff Jarrett's 55. Okay, so they had Jeff Jarrett, who's out there in the in the, in the Under Armour uh, sleeveless deal for, for a reason. Hey, the Gun Show look, look, also had him out, had him had him had to run down down the ramp or whatever else. And I was like, okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, man, like I forgot what happened <laughs> after this. You gotta you gotta fill me in and remind me. Well, what he's, happened after he said this. Uh, he's gonna put uh, Darby. He put Darby in a body bag last week. He's gonna do the same thing to Sting, and then they essentially announce. Uh, uh, for full gear, it's going to be Lethal and Jarrett versus Sting and Darby, and I imagine this will be an insane Sting match um, <laughs> and an insane Double J action here. You know what's about uh, to happen, man? Darby finna do they've been do a whole bunch of dives, whatever else. It's going to build towards that one spot. Jared hits hits him over the head with the fucking uh, guitar. Sting no sells it. He bags off and he can't puts wait. His ass in, he puts his ass in the thing. Like there's no other reason to even do this match other than to do that. Can't wait. Can't wait to see Sting no sell the guitar. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be awesome. There's literally Event- five stars. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. 
Oh Man. my god, y'all are Jeff Jarrett is an absolute guilty pleasure of mine at this point. He's I find him hilarious. Like he's it's, just it's so bro, off the screen. He's so funny. Like and bro, it's just he just like keeps he keeps tricking people. He keeps convincing them. I'm going five stars the second sing no sells it. That literally that's the only reason why I do, do it. It's like 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 for example, right? Uh, the Rock Hogan match from uh, WrestleMania 18, right? Like they get there, they're going to cr- out of their minds for Hogan. Like you know what they have to do? You have to get to that point where Hogan does the you, and then the Rock's like, oh, 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 like that's the whole point of the match. There's no other fucking reason to do it. What are you, what are you expecting to see? A five star classic? What are you, what are you expecting? To, no, you're there to see that. That's the only reason why do it. So if you want to do it, do it. And I'm going to enjoy it because Sting No Selling is fucking awesome. <laughs> but I just know that's what we're getting. It's fine. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett will end up a net plus. Um, John Moxley then gets in the ring uh, with William Regal uh, and tells MJF how he reminds uh, him of himself. Um, he told a story about his early days of trying to fight Regal and talked about how it didn't turn out well for him. Uh, he said that Regal was his mentor, uh, but Regal beat him down and tortured him, but eventually got him back. He, he ended up getting him back, and he knocked him out and ripped his ear off his head. Then uh, he talked about uh, Regal then took him under his wing and told him now the real work begins. Regal has this, like, sick smile on his face this whole time, standing, like, diagonal adjacent to him. Um he then basically said, uh, asked Regal who uh, Young Moxley reminds him of, and then Regal says MJF. He talked about the first time he wrestled MJF. Uh, he talked about some of the good stuff about him. Uh, he mentioned like the bad stuff about like the fake gold ring and his clothes that his mom bought him from JC Penney's. Yeah, and um, then he goes like, "Look, man, like you're you're pretending rich and all that kind of stuff." It is very. It came off the same way when he said that uh, the MJ or said that Punk was broke, where it's like. And he goes like, "Look, man, no, I'm an actual millionaire. I'm an actual millionaire. Like, <laughs> I'm an actual world champion. I've already done the things that you you claim you want to be." And he's like, "You can tell you on, but like, I I really enjoyed this promo. I I feel like he also did it in a way where it didn't feel like he was big leaguing him. He was like, "Hey, man, this is what it is. Like, this like um, it didn't feel like he was calling him a less than. He was just like, "Yo, you have like like you're trying to walk this road, essentially. yeah, because yeah, he was because basically by the end he's like." But that's all because, like, once you get in the ring with me, you have a chance to prove all that shit, or I kick your ass again. Like, so I mean, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, when people come up with lines, whatever else, it's like, how do you integrate that into the story you're telling, and to make it to where, like, what intrigues you, right? Like, like the Jericho stuff, right? Like Jericho always has that classic, like, what will happen if blank, 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 blank. Like, yeah, that's, that's go one of his go to things, like. The intrigue is like, can this dude at this point, like after he's already failed against him before, can he and like has been, you know, a prick and has cut corners everywhere? Like, can he actually for once in his miserable life, like own up to it? And that was earlier, like the stuff with uh with Regal, where he's like, he could cash in on him, but he decided not to. He wants a fair one. Like, that's the that's the point of this whole fucking thing. Like, is MJF actually gonna like live gonna take the, you know, take the Go the right righteous path as opposed to taking the easy way out and cut corners like he always has whole career because he's a scumbag. It, or is he actually really turned leaf? Like that's the intrigue of this whole thing. And this is like for me, is like this thing is carrying every fucking thing else on this card. 
it feels like. Um, as far as like the, the storyline intrigue and build and all that kind of stuff, I feel like everything else far pales in comparison to it. And like, and, um, we'll get to it later, but it's like, you know, people are asking about these pay-per-view buys, whatever else. And I'm like, it looks like it's going to be less than, you know, than what it normally is. But like, it ain't because the main event didn't hold up to his end of bargain as far as the intrigue. Like everything else is suffering aside from this. It feels like compared to previous levels where it's like, all right, what is Punk doing? What is Moxie doing? What is Danielson doing? What is Jericho doing? Honestly, I think it's on par with All Out. Like, All Out only did, like, 139, and then, you know, going into it, like, we, like, lambasted this thing, and then, you know, all the the talk the whole time was how everything jumped off too late. Like, there's, like, it's kind of unfocused. Yeah, because Punk came in, like, what, three weeks out? Something like that, four weeks <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. No, it's more like three weeks out, yeah. So, um... We got. We'll, we'll get to that more after, mm, but um, yeah. like he basically said, you're not the devil. I uh, told MJF, like right. told him absolutely that. Uh, you know everything you've done up to now has been easy, and the hard part begins at full gear. So we got another another, another great promo from this guy. Yeah, we got then um, the elite played a video. Uh, this one was 45 seconds this time. So people um, are timing them. Are you are you the are you the lure researcher for the elite uh, vignettes? Well, you just see him like, you know, on Twitter. So um, actually, no, you know what? Because I remember the first one was like 15 seconds and then the last two were about the same. I never. (laughs) Well, they put more shit in it. So, hey, man, put the QR codes in there for rich. Stupid. (laughs) Stupid. You you, you think you don't like the QR codes. It's just because the person is doing them is the person you don't like. Let, let. Yeah, can he put the QR codes in and make this see, make this man act a fool? That's what we need to do. Put Stupid. the QR cards. Put the Q, uh, Nick Matt. Put the QR codes in there and see if this boy don't go follow you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't figure you out. Anyway, figure you out because the length of the video. This 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 is it. This yes. is the proof. This yes. is the proof. I, bro, I never even thought about the length of the things. I just like they're just on and it is or it's on the show and I just watch them and like. They're clearly headed towards full gear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, man. This this is not no. Um, this is not a case where I am deconstructing the code of the website and, and and shit like that. Like this is not no fiend shit. This is a vignette. Like I'm not saying that you are. I'm saying that you would. That's where I'm getting at. You sick. I'm saying that you would. It just it you just sick. you ain't found the right one to do it for you to make you want to you know invest in that way uh, with you the QR sick. codes. Look, hey man, no Ken, look, Kenny and Nick would have got you on this crypto too. <laughs> man, hell no, hell no. Um, so they play this video I, and it's just it's like Kenny Omega out here talking about you know with that terrible hair on a commercial tomorrow. You know, I don't know the future, but uh, you know, invest in this crypto. You'd have yourself an Omega coin. No. <laughs> look, did you hear what happened to Kay Cunningham? Kay Cunningham? No, I haven't. He took his whole or most of his rookie signing bonus um, no. on in some type of crypto. Uh, he did. Will, he did the Spencer Dinwiddie. He did it, and <laughs> he basically something called BlockFi. A hundred percent of his signing bonus in Bitcoin, and BlockFi is preparing to file for bankruptcy. Not smart. <laughs> But anyway, he's gonna get it back 
You know, because you know, yeah. But fuck, <laughs> you gonna that get it, sucks, but, man. Yeah. That well, sucks. hopefully, hopefully, this young man learned a lesson. Especially given um, his age, you know, this is what this is third year in the league. No, second year, second third year second in the year. league. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know, he's making money, but he, like he's not the highest paid player on his team. Yeah. So like that hurts for now. He's gonna be hurting for the next couple years until he gets his extension. Yep. That sucks. So this elite video just was. Uh, friendship collage, and then you see the full gear uh, motif in the background. So looks like they're back for full gear. Yeah. Did anybody um like find where certain pictures were from or anything like that? Or look, try, you know, like all jokes aside, as far as QR code, but like anybody look up like the pictures and be like, this is from, you know, X Y Z or this from this particular time frame or anything like that. I don't that know. No? Yeah, I, I I don't think so. But it, okay. it just looked like all ones like it didn't look like. So, you know, like kind of like when they're building up as heels, this looked like a very babyface style one. Yeah. So it was just, I mean, lots it's of, all elite wrestling. They have to come back as heels. Yeah. So it's supposed to come back as faces. I don't know what's changed except for getting hit with a chair and bit. Um, so I think their schedule is really interesting coming up too, because you know, they're going back to Chicago um, for. I think the day after full gear, like I mean, the show after full gear, I think that's in Chicago. Okay, but that's so, fine because it's like you know what's gonna happen. I can't wait. It'll be like <laughs> look, it'll be, it'll be mostly it'll be mostly cheers, some booze, and by the time the match starts, the booze will be gone. Yeah, the Thanksgiving dynamite. Okay, that yeah, yeah, that makes more sense because you know going from Jersey <clears> to uh, Chicago would be kind of drastic. Even though you know they, they love any chance. Look, Tony love any chance to go up to meet his supplier. So. <laughs> So, um, after that, we got Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara in a two out of three match. Uh, this was excellent. Um, this was, you know, this was as much as they could do. CML, a baby. Yeah, a one to one match. Um, you know, because they do the the DQ or whatever, but this is really a one to one match. Um, try to give Sammy something going into um, the other one, but uh, quick, real quick, first fall. Um, basically, yeah. Um, so Danielson said he's gonna kick Sammy Guevara in the face. He talked about the disrespect that he dealt with from Jericho and Garcia and, and Yuta. And uh, in addition to uh, Garcia, Sammy said uh, he has a number uh, or he has uh, Brian's number and he feels like uh, Danielson knows this. Um, oh, excuse me, that was the hype package, yeah. yeah. Um, after that, then we got uh, Jamie Hitter versus Sky Blue. Um, and I thought this was actually pretty decent. Yeah, it was, uh, it was very spotty. I don't mean spotty like it was good and then bad. I mean spotty like it was clearly like, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, and hopefully we can figure out the stuff between at times, especially at the beginning. Um, and by the time they went to commercial break, it seemed like they got rushed off, like they were uh, going long on time, and they had to wrap it up, and then, uh, like, Jamie Hader basically, like, Hit her with the rainmaker and got the, got out of there. Destroyed her with it. Uh, yeah. I think this was the best sky blue match I've seen as well. Bills Mafia. Um, Shame this Nova thinks he's cute. Yep. Um, not even gonna go there, sir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so after that, we got uh, Lance Archer attacking Ricky Starks. So originally, this was announced for Rampage uh, on Friday last week, mm-hmm. uh, but this was a little angle to delay that um i think what's going to happen here is like we're going to get the match um 
Friday, I think they're going to announce it somehow for Rampage, and then Ricky Star is going to have to win two matches on the pay per view. Like he's going to have to have his semifinal match and his final match the same night, and that's how they're going to try to do this thing. And now give him the out for when he loses to Page, and then Page can face MJF. I think he's going to win. Starks, yeah, Starks and pa- Starks and MJF. I that's where I'm settling on it. I feel like I can get more heat on on like the you know the firm stuff and have MJF like you know we'll see whatever um we'll see uh I especially like winter is coming is like in you know I know it's not exactly where Ricky's from was it December 12th but yeah it's in it's in Texas so okay okay um but they have uh basically they talk about Dante Martin and Brian Cage uh they also talk about uh uh someone else uh, i forget but um dante martin yeah yeah and then say so like you're once in a gener- uh, uh basically cage like you're once in a generation type of athlete i'm once in a lifetime that type of athlete and like what you gonna do when you like have to you know there's no one better and then like what you gonna do when you have to face the machine i'm not a man i'm a machine yeah you know yeah so uh nice to see brian cage uh pulled from under the earth so <laughs> You see him, uh, like some some quotes from him got like circulated recently about like you basically like Kenny Omega's kind of the reason why he decided to go to AEW and like this match like yes. you and like Chad were both like we need I want this match very badly I was like huh okay like okay yeah hopefully it I, happens I, I, I've been waiting for that for a couple years now but you know hopefully we can uh we can get to that so bro we got um, 19 days of Kenny Omega this year. <laughs> Like, like groundhog horrible, shit. Man. Like, the horrible, man. Horrible. Like, fuck. Like, bro. I hope they let this man hit the ground running. Like, yo, every fucking week. Oh, like, man. Line it up. Like, line these matches up. Stars to get. Like, bro, the you young, know? like, the young bucks got the young bucks. Thanks to CM Punk, got hold out of winning tag team of the year, and it would have been so sweet if that had happened. It would have been so sweet if they had came up and caught them boys. It would have been so fucking sweet, but nope. Well, I, I would have been able to to start the agenda from this very show. Like, <laughs> oh man, what, bro? You know, we, what, this, is, this is like a this, this is like how- a year when, when somebody missed like uh missed fucking uh, forty five games in a yeah. season. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, think of just like. Think of the think of the like the wild things that Floyd would have said to us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was I was I would have enjoyed that because Floyd know that like we'll say stuff, but like we mean what we say. He knows what we say, so he wouldn't know how to react to it. He would just, he would have been shooketh, and no, can't even do it. Can't even do it. Can't even get an opportunity. It, it was stolen. It was stolen from that us. Bastard. It was stolen from us. Thank you, CM Punk. Thank you, Tony Khan, for not cutting off CM Punk. Thank you, Jesus. Ace Steel. Thank you, Larry the Dog. Yeah, I we we better. Thank you, Young Buck. Thank you, Young Bucks. Can you remember walking your ass in there after the dude basically killed y'all on the mic and sit and been like, well, "What's the problem? What's going on, guy? He's mad at you. Don't go in the room with him. Damn. Avoid the chair. Avoid getting bit. Fuck. Be a hoe, apparently. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, um, they they ruined a good thing. Um, they certainly did. But we got Sammy G versus uh, Brian Danielson after this, and this is great. <laughs> this is really fucking great. Yes. Um, these guys have had two great matches uh, against each other uh, at this point now. Um, 
I feel Which like you like more. You know what? I don't know. I feel like the final fall for this one was like out of this world. Um, well, they, I mean, they built they built it up like it was a pay per view match, like yeah. the way they, all, all the reverses in it and, and, and escapes out of it. I think I, I gave them both four and a half. So like I was like. I didn't even think of, yeah. I didn't think of it in terms of stars. I was checked out because like or I was checked in and out during the match while watching because like they went to that fall like they did the like you know quick heel cheats fall and then him in the head with the chair and I was thinking like oh they're gonna do like the Dan Garcia concussion thing where he's gonna be selling forever and then luckily like by the time I realized what happens like oh he's selling the detached retina instead which I was like that's so much better than selling being concussed forever and he can actually fight so uh and, you know it made it more intriguing and then like. You know, then they start like you know they it was literally like they rustled it like it's a pay per view match as far as like reverse yeah. near near escapes like that was not like that was clearly a progression from the first match it was it was really it was great yeah um, that top rope flip DDT was was crazy um, yes yeah. yeah, so yeah, Junior you know, do y'all think Sammy has better matches with Brian than Garcia does yes um I think that okay, I I would I would rank the because uh, they, they had two Dan Garcia matches, right? Yes. Okay, so I will put the first Dan Garcia match at the bottom. I will put the two uh, I will put the two uh, Guevara matches in the middle, and then I think the best one was the last uh, Garcia match. So after that. Um... We had like uh, it was a DQ uh, first fall. Sammy gets a pin on the second fall, and then the um, at the end, um, uh, Danielson like passes him out. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he he slaps on the yes lot. The yes doesn't work, so then he oh, he taps. So then he, yeah, tra- no, he doesn't tap. He doesn't tap. He be passed out. And then he tra- like his uh Sammy. He had him in the yes lock. Yes lock. He wanted to tap out for. He transitioned it to like a brutalizer. The brutalizer, uh, like a brutalizer plus the yes lock, and then he tapped out, or not tapped out, but he passed out, and the ref stopped it. You know, yep. Danielson. You know, he didn't. Um, you know, he's big on submissions with people not tapping out. <laughs> like this is like whether he loses or wins via submission, it just like people just pass out. People don't tap out no more. We're we're, we're past tapping out now. Yeah, so um, yeah, this is this an awesome match, great main event here. Because um, I was like sitting the rest of the show, I was like, man, where's the? I, I need, I need some, I need, I need a super match. Like, like, what, what are we doing here? And then you know, these boys delivering spades. Um, so very happy about that one. So, yeah. um, let me pull up this AW full year card, and then we can get into. You mentioned this the Bandito Rouge match um, from Rampage uh, on, I, on. I miss. I miss Rampage. My bad, because I, you know, I was about to say like, fill us in on what happened on Rampage. Uh, you know, I, I missed it. I, I, um, I am off Rampage. Like Russian, Russian Bandito. I, I will go back and watch it. I have it. I have the copy of it. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna watch it probably tomorrow at some point. But yeah, like, um, I still R- have, Rampage uh, I is getting re- rebuilt because like, okay. and it seems like the the start of Ram- the rebuild of Rampage was actually this past week. So, and then next week, of course, there's the return of Takesha. Yeah. Show, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a, there's more shit too. So, um, they also announced uh, a match for this Wednesday. Oh, Cajun Dante. Yeah, I'll watch. Okay. I didn't know Cajun Range. Uh, yeah. Cajun yeah, I'll watch it. I'll go back and watch it. Then. Yeah. Couple matches announced for Dynamite this week. Got Swerve versus Anthony Bowens. Ooh, um, fun. We got AR Fox and Top Flight. We got the return of Top Flight taking on Death Triangle. So that seems like uh, that's going to be right up my alley. Um, 
<laughs> and then you know you would think possibly facing? it's going to be Death Triangle versus AR Fox okay. in Top Flight. Okay, I knew it was so, AR Fox in Top Flight and forgot who you're facing. Okay, so I imagine uh, that's going to be a blast. Yeah. Um. Then we got. Um, so who do you think is vouching for AR Fox? Lots of people. Like, cause you know, like obviously he was on Dark or whatever else for a while. Or he got a win too, a couple so. times. But like, who do you think? Like, who did the who did the nudging to finally get him over the top and on to like Dynamite? Um, I don't know, like specifically who, but I I have an idea. Like, <laughs> hmm. um, okay. You know, I, I, I would think there are past opponents that that vouch for him uh, pretty heavily. I, I figured the same too, but I didn't want to, you know. Yeah, so I, I didn't ask specifically, but you know, I, you know, um, but I, I would imagine that everybody knows where a lot of uh, these guys are coming from that are getting trained around wrestling, and you know, Ar Fox is like a highly spoken of trainer, so um, you know, wouldn't be the worst thing to get him in there. So um, as far as uh, full gear, let's 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 do the preview. So um, we got John Moxley versus MJF. Hey man, fuck you! You didn't hear my line. No, I didn't. What did you say? He's, he's a better trainer than Madison Rain. Oh. <laughs> Just gotta be like maybe, maybe it's Ar Fox is like the you know like you can't be a coach as like Jordan where it's like he just do this and this like I can't do that I'm not you but, but outside of that like it is as far as like being able to talk through the process gotta be better than Madison Rain. it just gotta be yeah um, we have Ar Fox Fox coach the women um so uh, we got John Moxley versus a- MJF singles match for the uh, AEW World Championship um. <sighs> This one, I guess, like at times it felt like it was going to be a coronation. I think the mm-hmm. closer we got to it, I think it's kind of more muddy at this point. Storyline's been in and out as far as like the confusion. Uh, I, I like the matches kind of leading up to this. I like uh, MJF and the mini program, Will Yuta. Uh, I thought that was really fun. Uh, so the back and forth of Regal, uh, I thought were pretty effective. Uh, Mox has really kind of been kind of doing his own thing aside from that i feel like they did do a slight misstep with that firm beat down but i guess that's just the the doubt that's planted into the, the story um I, I i don't know how i feel about this one like i'm not hot for this match particularly i just want to kind of see what happens do you think there's too much doubt around what could possibly happen that you can't enjoy the match? Like just the idea that like they're gonna have a match and like they could just like have a clean finish? I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm more excited at the prospect of like somebody breaking through to the main event level than like anything that has to actually has to do with the with the, the actual storyline of it. I was like for more what like MJF possibly winning the title represents. I think I'm more interested in that. Mm, okay. Um I think MJF betting betting in mind. I think MJF is going to win. Um, I'm, but I'm okay with either either one. You know, walking out with a title. Um, I I have can I'm still like I really want that. I really would just like for it to be a match, and I have to be an angle that leads to someone winning, and then you go from there, and you have your you know however many months of television off of that. Like, I just want a match like <laughs> uh, that. There's a clean finish and someone wins, someone loses and you move on. Like, but like, you know, 
you have Stokely in the firm around. You got Regal around. It looks like he's waiting to fuck over one of the two. Um, or getting right. in the match at some point, or have a fucking heart attack like Mickey and Rocky Three. Like, <laughs> oh my you know, god! So like, there's, all, there's all types of stuff at play for this nonsense that can just tie into like you know, like you know, just muck up the match and like let them have a match. Um, but yeah, I think like you know, I think they'll have, I think they'll go out there and, and like their match will be way better than the match they had uh, for the title back in 2020. I think yeah. So yeah, I think that's um. So I'm interested in the match. I feel like that's part. the that's the that's the minimum they can give us. Like I think yeah, MJF yeah. needs to have the match of his life, honestly. Like, and don't get it. I'm not questioning MJF's like in, in ring ability, but like, bro, like if you're gonna win the world title for the first time, let's let's do it like let's do it quote, quote unquote with honor. You know, let, let let's you know. Well, that's the reason why I think let's compete. Like, that's the reason why I like this promo, like with Moss, because it's like. When you think of like the way that him and um, Dangus beat the hell out of each other at um, Arthur Ashe, with chops and all that kind of stuff, had that you know that rough ass match, like MJF needs one of those, you know, like you know, like people talk about like you know Sean versus Sean versus the Monster, he's pretty boy, give him a tough man match, like he needs to be in there and like trying to show his heart and like show his heart for once, as opposed to like, you know. He's a shitbag heel, and they're like, oh, he actually is tough because he's getting whooped with a chain, and he's bleeding, and like he's he's tough now or whatever. Like, it's it's this weird thing with MJF where it's like he's not soft; he's a pro fucking wrestler. But like the way he takes all so many of his matches are never ever decided by like who was the actual better man. It's always some other shit that, where that gives him an excuse or the person that he loses in his excuse. And it's like enough of that shit. You've done that for like three fucking years. I've watched you just. Get a new big match and somebody fucking wins because someone's better. Um, and, I, and I'm coming at that, I'm kind of at that point with MJF. It's like if you're doing this tweener thing or whatever else, you're anti-hero. Cool. Anti-heroes don't have these cheap, fin- easy way out finishes in every fucking match. They go. They come sometimes get pinned. Sometimes they do the pinning. So that's what I want to see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna pick MJF. Uh, against Same. my better judgment, but um, yeah, I'm gonna go MJF. Same. <clears throat> So, um, tag team match for the World Tag Team Championships. The Acclaimed will be defending against Swerve and Our Glory. Uh, this will obviously be the third match between these teams. Of course, uh, they had that match of the year candidate at All Out, followed it up with a title change uh, in New York. Uh, crowd went crazy for the Acclaimed. That was back in September, it's November now. Um, then this is the trilogy, the third match. So, um, I feel like they will have more pressure on them to deliver actually this time, but they'll also have the time too. So like, it's not going to be a TV length match. Uh, they're going to get, I think the, I, cause I feel like kind of like they, I don't know if they went over on time last time, not sure. Um, but Going into the show, I don't think anybody was talking about that being the show sealer or anything. I think they have the expectations this time, but I think they're going to meet the expectations as well. Um, I think the belts are changing hands here. Um, so I think Swerving Our Glory rides again. Um, yeah, uh, both matches. One match they had was like great, like one of the best matches of the year, like one of the top. I don't know, 75 matches worldwide this year, uh, from what I can tell. Um, and the match they had uh, at Arthur Ashe, it wasn't to that level. 
Um, but it was still a very fun match, and the crowd was, you know, just super happy to the t- title change and everything, and um, and all that. And like, I think, um, I think they'll have a better match than that. They'll have something in between both of those matches. Um, and I think it'll, so. Uh, it'll be a great match, and I think that Swerve and Keith Lee should continue on with like their story of like the this one guy is just evil. Literally Shaq and Kobe, like this one guy is just mischievous and evil, and the other guy, the big dude, is like he's trying to play the nice guy role, but he clearly has like a mean streak in him, and like what's gonna bring that out of him? And like maybe, maybe, maybe Keith Lee, maybe gets exactly. a little dirty. Maybe this, he this, got this, a little dirty. This like time. at some point, like the shoe has to drop on their relationship to where they're gonna stay together, or they break up because of Swerve being the way he is, and he's is up to like Keith Lee to either get down with it or be done with it, and. Um, I think this is where we get the like the decisive thing uh, for this, and I think you know for development of the tag division, it's better to have them champions again, and then like then get all that heat from pissing off um, fans that like the scissoring and all that kind of stuff, and like we can channel that towards like FTR somewhere down the line, like getting four belts. Um, and quite frankly, that's the program I want to see. Like I, that match they had on TV was awesome. And like just thinking of that, what that could be like in a bigger setting on pay per view, perhaps. Like that's what I really want. Um, you know, now that you know the elite are in the in the young bucks are in the trios division. Like this is what I really want. So uh, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So uh, I think this is gonna be excellent. Um, write it down right now. So um, I'm going to pick Swerving Lee here. Um, so we got the AW World Championship Eliminator Final. Uh, I kind of went through the scenario a little bit earlier, but I'll repeat it again. So um, right now, the final is set to be either Ethan Page or Bandito from the left side. Um, that match will be decided Wednesday. Um, the uh, Starks and um, Archer. Archer has not been announced yet, but obviously been rescheduled. They did those angles. Uh, I th- feel like there's going to be uh, like Ricky's going to have to have multiple matches within a night to reach the final. Is there uh, any chance that's safe for Rampage or is Rampage already announced? Could be Rampage. Um, okay. uh, so uh, I, I would think they're going to do a Rampage and then Starks is going to have to, like I said, win multiple matches to mm-hmm. reach the final in like one night or something like that. So, um, or to, to win the tournament, excuse me, I had to win in, um, that. So, uh, I feel like we're looking at Ethan page and Ricky Starks for the finals. Um, I'm going to go with Ricky Starks. Um, Starks makes sense. Um, I don't know. I like, I feel like it makes, I feel like I would rather see Starks versus, um, moxley than mjf um like i think that moxley i think that potentially like starks and mjf could like do be too cute and too <sighs> i know i know it's a bad word to say like i think i think they try to be too territorial uh and, and cute with it so like that's for, just a what for, that shit is the battle for cody's love like i don't <laughs> Yeah, I, look, man. I, any look, I just don't hey, want. I don't. Hey, I don't want to see something. Ricky. Good. I want to see it this week, Ricky. Um, I I want to see this, this greatness that everybody's like screaming up and down. This needs to be the world champion and and all this stuff. I want to see it. Um, but you know, like, I I think that. 
I, I, I'm just going to play the, the, where I think the story is going. So I'm just going to, I'm playing like the firm card when it comes to Ethan Page. So I'll, I'll go with Ethan Page for the win. Singles match for the interim AEW Women's Championship. We got Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. Um, man. Um, so this should be a, a fun match. Um, both international ladies it. here. Um, Don't say it. Were roommates um, during the uh, pandemic. There's a lot of good story going into this. Tony Storm has been expositioning in some of these video packages. Yeah. Um, and they have uh, obviously an extensive history with each other. They aren't afraid to hit each other hard. This should be excellent, quite frankly. Um, I don't know, uh, and this is what I kind of warned about with Jamie when she's away from Brit. Do the people love her as much? I don't know the answer to that. It um, seems like it. Uh, we, I feel like we'll we'll get a singles. Um, we'll, we'll get an answer. Uh, I, I don't know if this is time to strap her up, but uh, Tony's been on a roll. Uh, I don't know if you if you take that off of her. I, I, I'm gonna go with Tony Storm retaining. Um, Same here. I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting Tony Storm to be the champion until Thunder Rosa comes back. So I, I think that um, I think that means that you know Tony Storm retains, and I also think that like Britt will pull double duty. On the show, she will face Soraya, uh, and um, she will also like come out and probably call, you know try to cheat Tony Storm. End up costing um, Jamie and leads to you know the final big thing, um, whatever else. So like yeah, you know this is something that's needed um, between them. Like their time has came and their time seems to be passing. And I think for uh, for has. Um, much the crowd has gotten behind Jamie of late. Like, I think it's appropriate for her to like, you know, kind of see what she can do as a single. <clears throat> so, um, Black Saber Jr. brings up a good point. He said he would like t- for this match to open up the pay-per-view personally. A good match with that opener crowd should be great. Uh, I feel like this should only open is if they take the, the wheels off them completely and ha- try to have a blow-away match. That would be the only way I would open with it. If it's not slotted to do that, I wouldn't do it. Do you think they can have a blowy match? I think they can have a good match. I don't know about blowaway. I think they can have a very good match, and they could. I think they could have like some three and three quarter to four star thing. But like, I don't. I don't necessarily know if like I can. If I should be expecting a four and a quarter, four and a half star match from those two. Right. Like maybe. Um, like maybe if like. We were further down the line and like the stuff that um Tony Storm has like told us about it so your relationship was like further expanded upon so you have like the that emotional grip for the for both of them and their relationship and where they are now, but it's not really there, so it mostly just comes down to like what's the match gonna look like. And I don't think that I think it'll be very good, um, but I don't think it's gonna be like you know, one of the three best matches on the card, for example. I think they'd be asking a bit too much. So we got um, the Fatal 4-Way. It's going to be Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara. Um, Lots of uh, stuff going on here. This feud has gone on for a long time at this point. This has been – these guys have been handcuffed to each other since after after Revolution. Yes, Um, since the first week of March. 
Yeah, so uh, I think they could um, they could stand to to wrap this up at some point. Uh, I don't think this is the wrap up. However, I think this is going to go through to whatever final battle is. But um, feels a little weird. I don't like four ways and three ways and shit like that. Personally, I would if like Jericho were not involved in this. Like for example, I think that for a four way match, Danielson can do whatever because he's Danielson. Um, Guevara is perfect for a four-way. Cesaro. Claudio is perfect for a four-way. I just think that, you know, Jericho, with his what he likes out of professional wrestling, where he calls it in the ring, can't really be doing that with four motherfuckers around, even though he's done it a million times, whatever else. Like, like it, it will behoove for him to, like, come up with a game plan before, you know, you end up like the MJF in, uh, in Jericho versus Bucks match from, a few, from, like, last year or two years ago. It could be where it was like, this should have been better, and you're kind of like wondering why. So, um, it could be great. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be very good, though. I think it, at worst it'll be very good. I'm having trouble picking a winner on this one. Uh, since it's a four way, I'm just gonna go with the champion retains. Yeah, Champions same. don't seem I to think, ever yeah. really lose these things. Keep you know, um, keep it intact because they're still trying to get a TV deal or whatever <clears> else for Ring of Honor. So I think yeah, you keep Jericho as the launch cha- launching champion. I think Jericho's going to pin Sammy. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, that'd be interesting. Because then he could be like, hey, Vero, you know, he could cheat him or whatever else you could like. Or he could do the, you know. He cheats Sammy a little bit. Cheat yeah. Sammy, there's some heat, and you can kind of get this, you know, Garcia and Guevara thing popped off a little bit again. Yeah, I, I would like to see that. Spring a little, spring a little Guevara and, and Garcia on, 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 you know, spring a little bit of that on, on the show again. Singles match for the TBS Championship, Jade Cargo and Nyla Rose. This is the first time Jade's ever really had to carry up a, a feud, I'd say, rather than just a someone steps up. Uh, mm-hmm. Nyla's kind of been a perfect person, I think, for her because like as seri- dead serious as Jade is, is like as unserious as Nyla is. Uh, so it's been like kind of funny her, to see her like just irritate this this big like yes. you know stone face like you know statuesque woman. Yeah. Yes. So uh, this has been pretty pretty fun. Uh, but I think Jade um, obviously gets a win here. Yeah, yeah. But like I'm a, I'm just a sucker for like person steals someone's belt like angle. I'm always I, like. They never keep it, James. They never keep it in the end. No, that's not the point. But like, it's just funny. Like, if some people, someone's pissed. Like, you took, like, you have literally stolen from somebody, and like, they can't call the police because you come out, you come off like a hoe, and then like, you can't, and then like, the person clearly is like not putting themselves in position to ever get their belt taken, to ever take their belt back. So like, it's just always just fun. It's always fun because it's so disrespectful. It's just so disrespectful. And then, like, you know, another one I'm just a fan of is, like, the angle where, like, people just jump, like, you know, it's kind of like Malachi Black and Cody, where it's, like, so one person just jumps one other person over and over and over again. I'm always, I'm always have fun with those. Uh, but, yeah, um, I think this match should be good. I think this match should be good. Um, you know, Nyla has, has had plenty of good matches in big spots. Um, if, I think this is a good opponent for Jade. Personally. I want to I, I want to see Jade kind of like step up a bit, like as far as uh performance here. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Nyla has probably had Hoss matches somewhere, right? I would like to see these two go really hard for about six minutes, throwing, suplexing, no selling, 
you know, the template is there. Um, you know, can we send them a Micah and Hameka tape, you know, <laughs> against each other? Can, can we can we get you know, uh, them some footage on Ami, you know, in uh, uh, Giant Saya? So, like, you know, can, can we get, you know, something there? So, um, if we can get in that ballpark, I'll be happy. So, uh, singles match, Dr. Britt Baker versus Soraya. Um, uh, so, obviously, they've had, like, the uh, – from the moment Soraya showed up, uh, she's kind of had Britt in her sights. Uh, they've done this thing where they were ducking and dodging as far as Britt not wanting to sit down. They were intentionally vague about Soraya's status kind of as a storyline. Uh, they obviously did the promo uh, last week. Um I don't know. Like, I think I feel like they're paying Soraya a shit ton of money and they're just going to put her over. But I mean, Britt loses all the time. Not all the time, but she loses. She loses big matches. Yeah. So um, I think Soraya's going to win. Do I want that to happen? Not really. It doesn't matter because Britt will still after losing. She'll be like doing the Jamie stuff and the fallout from that. So it doesn't matter. Um yeah, I I think Sir, I think Soraya has to win. Um, now the thing is, the main thing that I care about is like, what is this match gonna look like? Look, because I tell you, <laughs> because like you know, we're talking about someone that you know, um, I don't know how often she's been how how often she's been training. I don't know how long she's been training for, but she's been off for a long time. Um, and then like when it comes to Britain singles matches, it's a, just a grab bag. So like this thing, it has a bus factor. It absolutely does. So, um, we'll see. I mean, but it could be worse. It could have Madison Rain match. <laughs> so I think she'll, I think, I think, I think it's safe to say this will be better than Madison Rain. God, I hope so. <laughs> why, why am I just all of a sudden just became like a, like this, this, this big, like just, just dumping on this woman. I've never done this to anyone before, but whatever. It is what it is. So we got a tag match. The coach. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal against Sting and Darby Allen. Oh man. This will be insane. Uh, write it down right now. Uh, add to the Sting and Darby collection. Uh, I can't wait for the last outlaw to uh, make his in-ring debut. My question is, okay, so Dutt and Singh will help catch Sting, right? Yes, they have okay. to. Okay, Look. or Darby's going to like jump off the arena, you know, onto these boys. Well, so. that's going to happen. But Sting is going to have a dive at some point. My thing is like, we can't be expecting Jeff Jarrett to catch Sting. We can't. We can't trust that. So. Like I need also like any you know I need to start and catch off a dive I need one of them I can't wait to see the big Memphis punches oh it's oh gonna be, it's gonna be lovely God. lovely he's gonna be punching for Mississippi you know oh it's gonna start way down here punching. you know um so uh, yeah um not I'm totally unrelated like Casigo Nakajima's in the country just totally unrelated. Hmm. Just no, no. So is Marufuji. No, no, no reason. Just thought I'd just mention. Hmm. Cash will be back. Yeah. To Nakayama. Yep. And if you guys are noticing, <laughs> oh, we got one more match on the preview. Uh, Luchasaurus <laughs> will be taking on uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a steel cage match. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Dragon is here. Uh, steel cage match. Um, when was this Boy announced? Rampage. Okay. 
So they're going to have a steel cage match. Um, I imagine the Jungle Boy is going to go insane inside a steel cage. Um, and, you know, the last time they had a match, it was awesome. And this time, like, you know, there's no Christian, presumably. Um, and I think this is going to be this is going to be a threat to steal the show here. Uh, and probably will be one of Jungle Boy's signature wins uh, of his career, I would say. I don't even know what to do with this. Like in a vacuum, I want to see the match. I just, it it feels like the whole, it feels like they should just like, just part ways after this. Right. Like, I don't want to like, just move on. Like, unless they're still hoping that Christian come out of that sling and wrestle eventually. Uh, like he, I don't think he's wrestled since March. Um, it's been a minute, but yeah, like, I don't feel like a, I don't feel like a cage match is called for uh, between them. They could add a singles match or a different type of step than a cage match. Like, cause how many was it like? They've only had like two cage matches in AEW before, right? This is the third uh, cage match. Cody Warlow. What was the other one? Brit and Thunder. Yeah. See what I mean? Like this, not, it don't even feel not even close to the same level of. Um, I disagree. These guys have been together from day one of the promotion. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. They have the long storyline. Yeah. They had an awesome match in Toronto last time. Oh, Lucha, Bro- uh, Lucha Bros and Young Bucks as well. Um, so the greatest feud in the company's history. Right. And then they um they had an awesome match in Canada. And this is this is the rematch of that. So I'm with it. If, uh, given how often how the the time like I said this is the third time they or fourth and it time keeps, they've ever done it quote unquote keeps Christian out does it though <laughs> one can hope. I know it's not, I know it's not, I know this is a WWE but you know what I'm saying it's like if you can, if one can climb up out of a cage one can climb into the fucker too maybe his bad shoulder that says this is gonna happen but like we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, I I will say if one if look if there's a, I feel like Jungle Boy is gonna jump off this thing. I mean, why not? Cody does it. Yeah, like like Ray Phoenix did it. So Jungle Boy, it's your turn. You got the juice now. Um, <laughs> what, I, what I will say is this. What I will say is this. If another fucking forty-five plus year old Canadian wrestler. Opens up a fucking cage door in AEW again, I may snap. Like, Jericho's done it twice in Blood and Guts. And if Christian makes it a third time, I'm going to be like, look, we banned in Canada. Kenny Omega's the only person that can come through that portal. Him and Bret Hart, that's it. We, we were sending all of y'all back. I'm sick of this. If y'all are going to come out here and come and wrestle in the U.S. of fucking A in front of James Boy, goddammit, you will not be Sean, involved with a cage. I'm Sean sick Spears of it. can't stay? No. No. He gets it, he, he gets it on accident. Renee, sorry. Can't come through. The, the, the bunny can't can't stay? Who? Come, come on, man. The, the bunny, the, the real needle mover? Oh, you know, I'll give a Come on, man. This guy... You know, Look, especially when she was talking about she was in an area so she from what was it what did she say hey no what, love Saint Pete no, of Clearwater or Clearwater hey. Saint Pete what did she say in that tweet this uh, today no no love for Ethan Page you know sorry brother <laughs> sorry treating Luther like this I can't believe you oh man 
I didn't even know he was from Canada, but it makes sense. Yeah, man, I'm just, I've just had enough of people getting in and out of cages, like, when not supposed to. Like, what, what, what are we even doing this for? Um, and WWE is like, well, that's past the trope, so they're too far beyond prepare, or beyond the pill to even try to bring back to some sense of reason, reasonability. Like, a reason. That's the word I'm going for, not reasonability, reason. But, like, enough, like, let them have their match in that cage, and let John Boy do his thing. Let Luchasaurus do his thing. Let John Boy win, and then I, we can get to the uh, Christian thing if Christian is healthy. But if Christian, I think Christian's if, out for if, for quite a while longer. So like that'll be there whenever he returns. Look, if Christian brings his ass in there, I, I please, bro, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. I was looking at Kitchen's cage match like earlier today and compared him to somebody and compared it in comparison to somebody. And like, you don't want that comparison yet. I'm leaving it alone. I'll tell you off air. But look, man, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Hey, uh, Bill Mafia said Jericho was born in Manhattan, New York. He beat your stip, James. He's a dual citizen. I, I already knew that. You, you didn't you didn't got you me with that one. I, I know. So there's only nine matches uh, announced right there. Um, I can feels prob- like compared to like the 14 in front of it on the fucking card. No, I, I'm pr- I'm anticipating more matches being announced. Like obviously, like the Ricky stuff like has to play out. Um, you can always probably count on a Kingston. Like there's probably you know oh, yeah, Akiyama yeah. and and Takeshi yeah. in the country. Possibly. I feel like they're gonna get announced for something. Um, and also the Elite and Death Triangle. So what is that's like Cassidy doing? There's him as well. So, <laughs> um, so they've got um, uh, the trios match, which you know we all assume is on deck. Okay, Probably so gonna- this, this is how you know y'all how serious I am with this, right? Black Saber Junior. wisely asked me, "Does Kyle O'Reilly count?" Yes, he has to stay away too. I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking Canadians breaking the rules with these cage matches in America. Take your ass on. You, now man. you know it's real, don't you? Now you, you thought it was just a gimmick. No, I'm dead. I'm sick to death man. of it. I'm sick to death of it. Kyle, I love you. You can't come through if, 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 if one of your forefathers does this bullshit. I've had enough. Callus, Callus, he don't wrestle. He can come through. Even though you know I would love to keep him all out, but whatever. I don't make the rules. He don't wrestle. He's a non-wrestler. He just bumps occasionally. Is he coming back with Kenny? You think? Um, you know, make, he and, was uh, in, he was he was in the first uh, Erase the Elite video, so presumably it was. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, makes sense so. when he when Kenny first came back, he was showing back up. Yep. Um. Let's see. Um. So speaking of them, Death Strong versus the Elite. So um, presumably. A lot of people have speculated the Elite will return after the uh, trios match with AR Fox and Top Flight and Death Triangle. Um, so, yeah, I, I would probably do that. Like, and if anytime you can dust, look, anytime you can dust off, like you know, what could be the best match on the show, or maybe the best match you have all year in the promotion, you may as well go ahead and do it. You know. Um, you know, when, when I think of, you know, AW, this is what I like. You know, I'm, I'm more into this kind of stuff. You know, here is just you know, niggas going nuts, you know, in, <laughs> in the ring, you know. Um, so 
uh, we can get these trios belts back going. Um, they've kind of been. Who even suggesting uh, Nick Jackson doing blackface? No, no, <laughs> he is not. <laughs> does that not read as that? AR Fox takes off. his face off, and it turns out to be Nick Jackson. I'm sorry, this is a black man that takes off a mask, turns out to be white. That is blackface. <laughs> that is. There's no way around that. <laughs> What's going on? What is happening to this show? Do we you have Kareem into the ditch. Do you remember when um, oh. we had when Lynn Sanity was going on, right? Oh my God! Got you niggas in his Jordan. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's, that's what I was thinking was of. Going, uh, there was memes of my. It was Michael Jordan, like with a lens, with a Jeremy Lin mask on, and that's what was really what was happening. Yeah, yes, that was the meme that was going right at the time. Yeah. Now you know they did a documentary on that for HBO. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I saw a preview for it. it looks pretty good. I kind of want to check yeah. it out. I mean, why not? Like, listen, anything was fun when it was happening. It really was. It's like, yo, I remember like when he back when he used to do live breakings on ESPN. Like he has thirty five. Right. Like they did. Like the the, the the game winner against Toronto. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. Like this had been had for like two weeks. It's like, yo, it's continuing. This is wild. And then Miami was like, no, nah, we had enough of this shit, and it was done. <laughs> but yeah. that was a fun month. Between yeah. that and like the Tebow Mania thing, like that was a that was a weird time in sports. Tebow's gonna get one of those. In fact, how come Tebow has not started his political career? Um, I know. I think I think he's wisely waiting for he's waiting. Sanders to, to move out the way. He's waiting for all this shit to clear up. Rich and, and Rich. getting himself on national television. Rich. Uh, until then, Rich. He he would beat DeSantis in Florida for the Republican seat. You know that he would be a god. In you Florida. know he, you know he would be here. You know he'd beat DeSantis for in Florida for the uh, for Bro. government. And uh, then the, like, uh, like you know he would from the Republican This side, man yes. would give up one of them one of them fiery speeches, <laughs> and, and like like he was down fourteen at the half. Have you ready to run through a wall? But like, hold on, bro. I don't even like. Let's go. You go out there. You deny these rights. Yes, go. <laughs> Like, wait, what? What did I decide him to do? I don't even like him. I'm a Florida State fan. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Nope. What? Look, look. So, look, some of my uh, white friends in Tallahassee that had went to Florida State and never moved back. Boy, that flip up would be that would be a strange flip up. Like, oh, oh, you like Tivo now, huh? Oh, what, 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 Explain. What, 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 what changed? He beat. We went. Oh, we went on four against him. We used to hate him more than anybody. Now you, oh okay, okay. I know we haven't talked in like fifteen years. This is why. <laughs> Shit like this is why. <laughs> so I'm sure uh, a couple more matches are being added. So I don't know. Uh, there's a lot. Not I don't. I, I think a lot of people were um, saying this is like the worst thing on paper going into um, AW pay per view. I gotta say, all out didn't look, all out didn't look that hot this year. I'd have to I have to see like the side by sides for certain shows they want to pop pull up and, next and I would I would um, encourage people to kind of check out some of the some of the pandemic shows like maybe the all out one 2020 also revolution 2021 where they they barely had any regular singles matches on the card and stuff like that like I would Ooh, I, you know why you know why I remember that one because that went up the same week against uh against uh the starting book Hall show. The anniversary show, like, and we were, I remember you were like, 
you know, that was one of the best shows last year. One of the very best shows last year. And I remember before, like, we were previewing both of you. Yeah, I remember you were like, look, I know this much. It won't have the singles wrestling on it like the starting show will. I remember you saying that. That yep. was funny. Yeah. So I would not buy into that hyperbole. However, I think what they may actually be trying to say is just the overall temperature of everything. So, yeah. so I, I think a, once you go ahead. I was going to ask you. So we're done or do, do you want to continue with? Uh, we're, we're done on AEW. Okay. So I was going to ask you like, all right, not necessarily this whole cycle because like coming out of um, full gear, like they had an incredible show. Some of the best shows in the company's history, a couple of, them, right? Why does it feel like the last half of this cycle was so like far below like the first half of the cycle? I was it just like, like they were they were booking cards to try to show like we're still you know we're still doing it even without CM Punk and the Elite and then like they it kind of like came crash into reality or what do you think it was? I think some of that um, came came to light because like they they went really hard out the gate um, mm-hmm. and then it was a case like I actually think they actually did a way better job this time just because they got the world title stuff rolling six weeks out. Um, mm-hmm. And everything kind of fell in line from there. I feel like a lot of stuff was like linear, linearly set up. Um, like you know, you can draw a straight line with all the tag title stuff from All Out to um, mm-hmm. to fucking Arthur Ashe to the here. number one contenders match to here. Yeah, like um, that's perfect. That's something that's perfectly fine to me. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. I think people may be tired of the the jazz and bcc stuff like it's it's getting that could be uh, it. It a is little long in the tooth yeah. uh people are especially anticipating he's not involved in it because he's pulled out and tight and doing all these title right. fights instead right now yeah. <clears throat> right moxley like when he's the champion like there's like a lot of people say he doesn't actually do feuds like he does like just defenses like against i i, I can't even think of who he's really defended against uh in the past like couple uh, weeks well he had the um Let's see. He had like back to back defenses. Like he had, he had, yeah, a, yeah. He, he had, had a Page Penta, defense and he had a Penta like page. A, and yeah, and then Penta right after, like next week. Yeah. And it was and, almost and like they, they did that as a make good because of what happened in the Page match. Right. And they, they've kind of put him on ice since then to start, you know, um, rolling into, you know, the, the title match with MJF. Um, I don't know. Like they've, they, I think there's a lot of like, I think it's just people. There's a lot of bullshit that actually distracts from what happens on the show that I think a lot of people are wrapped up in, and that kind of creates like a whirlwind. Like the CM Punk stuff, or like the discourse, like the random discourse out of any show. Do you think it's um, any different from before? Yes, because it's following the brawl out stuff uh, okay. that have and. I think, you know, the second half, like it was like, all right, like the whole investigation was going on. That was hanging over everything. Then once that was cleared up, it was like, okay, the elite vignette started. I think people were anticipating them to actually just show back up on the show. And the fact they haven't, it's just like, all right, like where are Mm -hmm. they now? And then like holes are kind of starting to emerge, like in certain quarter hours where it's like, well, what's this got to do with? And then like Jeff Jarrett shows up and that, you know, whether you're anti or pro Jeff Jarrett, a lot that of creates the, yeah. a whole, and, and then a lot of like pushing Ring of Honor, pushing Ring of Honor stuff. As you know, I feel like um, there are some people that look at it and say, "Well, it's just three letters and stuff like that." But um, when you're doing like 
I feel like Rampage has been non-essential. That's that's not oh, helped. Yeah. Um, I think that the some of the people that they've decided to push in Ring of Honor are just quarter-hour black holes like Gates of Agony. No disrespect to those guys, but like they're not entities in yeah. AEW. Yeah, they're they're not like you know essential entities. Um, they, I, I think the women's division has been especially strong. It's been um, yeah, it's been a lot better. And like, look, we had to like when they did that, you know, uh, women's revolution ass thing with Soraya to start. We were like, oh, this this is like them just ripping off that same thing, and that was bad. My antennas are up. I'm I'm concerned, but like, they have three solid programs. Three solid programs. I don't think anyone will actually ever give them credit for that. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, on that, either fall for the griff or don't. Um, <laughs> so um, the I, I don't know. I think I think a lot of backstage stuff and just they they have been decimated by injury. Well, I mean, think, of, hang, hang like, it, well, think about it, like think think of the programs right. Like no none of the six women feel like. They're non entities and won't matter like in the weeks after this, right? Like Nala's already was Nala was second champion. Jade is undefeated. Uh, Britt's the ace or the biggest star in the in the thing, and she's actually creating Sarai, like a non title feud, right? Right. So so uh, is just getting started. Tony Storm's cha- is interim champion, and Jamie has the Brit thing, even if she's not the champion, like. This is like the thing that we were asking for is like, it's not just a bum of the month type or sorry, or challenger of the month type of thing. And then you just move on. Look, and Riho came back recently. Yeah. Um, and Emmy Sakura has been going nuts on Dark Elevation from uh, everything I've been hearing. I've been seeing Black Saber Jr. Uh, posting about it a lot. Like Here she has like five matches of late uh, that have all been really good. Um, so um, I I don't know. Um I think it's just, you know, people caught up in in the momentum of the company. Like it's it, it comes and goes. And I mean, you know look, you have something like that happen, people are gonna you know, it's like, wait a second, like so three of the like six, seven biggest acts in the company are all just like on the sideline and we don't know if and when they'll be back and when they come back and whatever the situation is and Everything like it does is it like any promotion that suffers that is gonna be like what the fuck like imagine they just took a bloodline off TV. Obviously not. Obviously these aren't all as connected. But my point is like, be like wait what what did it, what 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 the hell's going on here right? So yeah, um, I think they they did you know they mounted a hell of a front in the beginning and then like it just started to him it started turning into like a. Like as you mentioned, like Ring of Honor stepping up and Long of the Tooth BCC versus um, JSA, and you know Moss is kind of sequestered, so he's not like, actually interacting with that stuff right now. Um, so yeah, it, it was a lot of stuff, and you know it also hurt. You know, Paige has missed the last month because he got concussed. Like Yo, yeah, it, it, that's it's, all that was bringing up. Yeah, it's the hangman concussion thing. I think that that yeah. shit was like a bummer, like on a lot of levels. Like obviously he's he's not listed for the card. At he would have been on the it, card. He's a feature yeah. act. Yeah, um, and then like that kind of sorry. You know, he's a featured act, meaning like he's on the marquee. Caleb said Page was a featured act. Like, fuck man, like but um, <laughs> but yeah, like they're still feeling uh 
the departure or the the absence of the those three. Um, they're still feeling the injury bug with Paige, with Adam Cole, with a lot of other people out. Because like when I looked at that tournament, it was like, wow, they really did do the best of what they had left. But like they're still like for anyone else to be hit like this, I feel like the combination of real life issues and injuries and shit you can't control. I think TK is still the booker of the year, how he's handled all this. Like it's been almost like for the cars to remain as strong, I think as they, um, as they have been, it's been like, if you're going to take it off them, I would wait till next year to do that. (laughs) I would, I would say that, <clears throat> I was more impressed with what he was doing without with Cody going with no with Kenny or sorry yeah, with Kenny Omega out for until the summer with Moxley uh, gone for twelve weeks with Page or sorry with Cole in and out at the time I was more impressed with what he was doing in the um first six months the first six months actually more like the first nine months and then no MJF for a long time like the first nine months and then like once the brawl out thing happened it was like. Those first like first month was awesome, and then like start seeing some things. I'm like, that's kind of odd. It's kind of strange. Whatever else, like either way, if I had to, you know, vote for promoter or Booker of the Year, like is him and Rossi. Um, but um, I think that like Rossi has kind of closed the gap because of like what the what the Grand Prix was, and then like the kind of weird stuff that uh, kind of was him trying to with the ring, ring of honorification stuff that was going on or whatever else. I understand like, you know, like I, some of the stuff he's not going to care for or whatever else, but like he's still, you know, at worst, I, I just think that I think he probably still be number one pick, but I think he, he's closed. The gap is, is shrinking and we'll see how this goes with like, you know, these next two shows are about to review and, and where we go from here. Like, but with the leap back, it should kind of, you know, kind of get back. That's a better. big, that's a big shot in the arm uh, yeah. for, for a lot of folks. So, um, new talent like all, Bandito the elite showing up at all elite wrestling. Yeah. That, that, that hurt. That helps. That helps. That helps. <clears throat> Bandito being signed to a contract. Will Nightingale being signed. Like these are all like po- very positive, like well recepted are these have had a good recept. These moves have a good reception. I can't speak, um, but I, I enjoy I, both the signings. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, um, I, I may get the Willow Nightingale shirt. I may get it. You might see it on this on the stream in a couple weeks. We'll see. So it, I don't know. Like what when and then Takesha's back as yep. as Black Saber Junior's mentioned. So like I, I would advise people like when you when you see people throw out these blanket statements, I would ask them kind of what they mean because I feel like there's just as much stuff that kind of flies that says things are going right, but you got to take your lumps too. And I think these are just lumps they're taking right now. Yeah. And I, I think like with the people that were missing, like a lot of people that were missing, like, like page, like the elite, um, CM Punk gone, like so much of what people loved about the promotion was out of there was like the, 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 the storytelling and like the long form storytelling and like the heated feuds and like, you know, say what you want about punk now to this day. Like he was their pre- best person at like, television as far as like getting on here cutting promos building to the next program building on top of the program you're working on and getting to the 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 pay-per-view he just was and like you know he's going to be gone more more likely than not and like that's going to be a whole you have the field and like obviously you have people like moxley and mjf but like 
there's only but so many of them dudes that, that ever sp- been on this spinning rock that that could, that could do that kind of thing, and he was still fucking awesome at it. So yeah, um, you know, a lot of the quote unquote heart of the promotion, is, you know, has been gone, um, with you know those three acts being you know sequestered off or sent off because you know they have to get you know figure out what the hell happened. So um, yeah, man. I guess uh, now we just got to hit the music. It's going to be interesting to see like what exactly what music we're at. We're playing like, is it going to be a fast version, a slow version, or is it like a, the remix? We'll, you got to we'll do the juke, juke version. Like, you know, <laughs> look, man, if you had a fucking cowbell today, I mean, look, if you ever email me a sample of the, of the old star 2019 stardom music, stardom world music with cowbell on there, I don't know how I handle it. I don't know what I do. Uh, don't send me that bullshit tomorrow or tonight, Rich. Do not, do not. We'll, we'll we'll do with a sped up or a slow version for now, but don't don't send me that bullshit. Like if you want to send me like you know someone's one of their uh, one of the wrestlers like music and then you sampled it and then you added something or whatever else, I'd be okay with that. We'll see, we'll see. But Drish, I'm telling you, do not send me that bullshit. <laughs> you see her smile and laughing. Do not send me that bullshit. <laughs> um, so uh, this weekend we have uh, two pay reviews. Um, on the 19th, you have. Um, Stardom Gold Rush 2022 um, uh, is basically like a B level, eh, probably like a C level pay per view, given what they're doing with the undercard. Um, and then you have Historic Crossover the next day, um, first ever pay per view matchup meeting of you know basically a half a joint show between Stardom and New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm going to start with um, previewing uh, the pay per view Gold Rush. So. Um, this pay-per-view, the gist of it is you have a white belt match, you have a red belt match, you have a high-speed match for Izumi, and then uh, you have a trios tournament, a four-person trios, tur- I'm sorry, a four-team trios tournament where um, the final is in a TLC match. Very similar to their late December pay-per-view um, that had a um, uh, that had a, uh, a ladder match, elimination ladder match in it. So, um, I'm just going to go from the bottom to the top. So the, uh, pre-show match is going to be a three-way tag match between, um, Lady C, Amasaki, ver- Lady C and Amasaki versus Ida in Kogo versus Rowaka in, uh, Natsuko. And then, uh, the opener is a tag league match. <sighs> Rich, you ready? It's the opening match. You ready? Yep. <laughs> My Hime versus Nanai and you. <laughs> That's going to be so fun. Wow. Well, I, I I had another match listed I was looking at. I thought you were you were going to talk about the other one. But, oh, no. Uh, I'm going from the bottom to the top. So, okay. uh, I'm just then, looking at Wikipedia, so maybe it's out of order. Okay. So, uh, so second match is going to be uh, t- another tag league match. Blue block. Or sorry, uh, red block is going to be uh, Black Desire versus I Love Tokyo Sports, obviously, De- Fuki and Death in Saki. So it's all Oedo Tai. So I'm assuming there's going to be some hijinks in that. Um, That's probably, probably, yeah, probably more of a comedy match than a serious match, but 
it'll be fun. Um, and then you get the start of the uh, the start of the uh, Gold Rush um, trios tournament. So um, you have Donna Del Mondo, Julia, Tekla, and My Sakurai versus um, uh, Cosmic Angels, Tam. Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, and Wakasukiyama. Um, I would probably bet on Donna Del Mondo winning, seeing that Waka has still yet to win in stardom, but um, there's a possibility they could pull upset of my Waka beating my, but then I think to myself, wouldn't it be one of the most irresponsible things in the world to put my, to put Wakasukiyama in a fucking TLC match? <laughs> so so I so hey, I think that I the think only that, thing that would be worse would be putting Madison Rain in <laughs> ATLC match. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so so I think that Donald Mon is going to get the win and they will advance. Uh, so similar to last year's the cash prize, I believe it is ten million yen. I don't know what that translates to in English dollars, but obviously it's still a grip. Um, I think it was ten million yen last year too. Uh, so. Um, the second match, the other half of the bracket is Stars, Mayu, Kaguma, and Hazuki versus Godzai, Godzai plus uh, Tomoka. Uh, you know the fourth member, the uh, sorry, the official fourth member of Godzai. Um, so it's it's Mirai, Ami, and Tomoka. That match should be a blast. Uh, we're t- I mean, you got Mirai, who's great. You have. Tomoka, who's very fucking good every time I see her. I've never seen her in a, in a match that wasn't very good. Hopefully um, she shows up wearing a black belt. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, I think maybe Mariah might show up in her because, you know, I don't know what the, what the uh, belt rating system is for Judah, but she's a judoka, and I think she's accomplished too, similar to like uh, like uh, um, Utami in like Micah. So, like, I think that like she might come out there with her in, in solidarity of, you know, <laughs> we are martial artists. Uh, so, um, I think that match, I think that'll, that'll be the best match of the, uh, of the two, uh, semifinals. Um, I think, I think you're going to have, um, stars advance. I think you're going to get stars in the match versus, um, versus Don Mondo. Uh, either way, like, I think stars needs to win because of the versatility of seeing, you know, and also the, the experience of seeing Hazuki, Kuma, and Mayu doing these kinds of matches. They were also, they had that match. Um, advanced to the finals last year, and then you know they also had that cage match earlier this year. So I think this is kind of like your thing, like let's do specialty matches and like throw them in it. Um, and then uh, then you get to the the singles ma- the title singles matches at that point. You get um, Azumi in there versus uh, Hanazona. I forgot her first name. Hanazona is a comedy wrestler, but also has like Momoka. high speed. Momoka Hanazona. Okay. Yeah, and uh, she also has like high speed capabilities. Like, uh, you know, she does the funny things on New Blood with Waka every so often, and then she'll bust out movies and be like, "I think you're a sleeper." Well, so I think I think we'll see. And um, at the press conference, Azumi was there. Um, Hanazona was not, but Azumi mentioned like, uh, you know, I want to ex- expand like high speed to Joshi, not just stardom. So like, she wants to kind of like outsource the rest Run of like, opponents. Right, that too. So. Um, you know, she already had a match with May from, from, uh, like the spring, not spring, uh, from like the early summer. That was awesome. Um, and now she has this match. I think there's other people that she could wrestle. Um, you know, people like, um, Momo, um, Momo, sorry, uh, Mio Momono, 
like she's she's been retired or not picked up, but like you know, people like Man Suzuki that that was around at least a year ago, and now she's you know jobless or whatever. Um, so there are people around, um, and then uh, so uh, then you have the semifinal uh, white belt match. Maybe Come- she can face Mercedes Monet. <laughs> I think that Mercedes Monet will be saved for the Sunday show if she if, if she were to uh, be in Japan. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, semifinal white belt match. Sai Kamatani versus Kyrie. Now the press conference. This press conference happened um, after this. the uh, after the Kamatani match with um, with Mina. So the press conference basically uh, Kyrie is sowing the seeds of doubt in um, or basically like talking about like kind of like will Kamatani the you know the Golden Phoenix will she have like a crisis of conscience. Will she be afraid to pull the trigger given what she what happened the last time with Mina as far as like, you know, she hits, goes for Phoenix Splash, airballs it, goes up again, botches, and the botch leads to her foot coming down instead of landing in a splash, coming down and landing on Mina's mouth and jaw and, you know, messing up her jaw and knocking out some teeth. So, um, clearly, you know, Kamatani was shaken after, after the fact. It's playing on the mind of like, are you, do you still have what it takes to pull the trigger? Are you going to change? Are you still going to be yourself? Right, so I think I thought it was interesting, and you can kind of see Kamatani kind of like saying, "Like I'm going to still be me because that's what I owe it to the fans, whatever." Else. But like, it's I think it's going to come into play. So I think it's interesting, and, and look, this is a thousand times better than the last time they had a press conference where she's just crying and just, just say, shaking, this time, Jim, shaking, but... shaking, just shaking, just being in the presence of fucking Kyrie. Like I, I hated that so much. So this is so much Kyrie better. Kyrie sounds like this evil person. Like when I when I was watching this, <laughs> she's just this manipulator. Like just like it's all this. No, like we need uh, side commentary to go ahead and defend the real stardom. You know, uh, the new stardom against against uh, you know uh, this part timer. You know this interloper. You know this this uh, twerking for the Fed. You know, working for the Fed, you know, yeah, like Kamatani wouldn't go. Um, so then the next, then the main event, Shiri versus Utami. Look, so that, hold on, hold on, that one's for the belt. Is it, are we? We're looking at or, or white belt match. Wait, sorry, thirty minute draw on this, or or what, what's the what, what's your, your, That's what I'm your temperature on it? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, thirty minute draw. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because Kyrie's got a match the next day, so. Yeah. Um, I don't think beating her would be. No, they're not beating her. <laughs> Either she becomes a white belt champion or it's a 30 minute draw. One of two options. Um, so uh, the main event, Shuri versus Tommy. Every time they <laughs> say touch, no more. Yeah. Every time they touch, it's fucking fantastic. Say no more. The only thing that the only thing that stops her from being all, you know, a, a fucking match of the year contender is time. Like they had a 15 minute or a match with a 15 minute time limit. This year in the first weekend of the Grand Prix that I gave four and a half stars that like ended at like fourteen fifty something and it was fucking awesome. So Shuri, um, Shuri and Utami watched the final last month and now they go, all right, we got some. We we gonna get our we gonna get our our, our turn now. So uh, I'm expecting the start of match of the year. It's well within the realm of possibility. Um, so I uh. So the press conference, um, Shuri talked about how like she's on nine defenses, which was happened to be the same number that Sh- Utami was on before she lost the belt to Shuri. So this is about passing these rivals 
over being rivals over the red belt now you know a year or uh 11 months later like um sure he has a chance to pass her in in uh defenses and um utami's there to try to you know regain the belt and then go to um dream queendom um the thing i don't like about this or the way they have presented um the way they have presented uh stardom pay-per-views since the Grand Prix. They are like going heavy on the like this is like just a just a victory lap until or Julie's on a victory lap. Like she's already has won the belt. I don't necessarily like that. Like it's kind of like the the Micah and Shuri pay-per-view match from two weeks ago. Like the video package was filled with like Julia with the Grand Prix stuff with the, with the trophy and the crown. It was like, but that's not till December 29th, 2022. What about Damn, they train her what, by MJF? what about November? Right. Right. It's like, what about like November 3rd, 2022? What about November 19th, 2022? Like this is like, you know, this is the best match that you guys have as far as in ring quality this is like the match that gets you international attention. Look, Shuri and uh, Julia had one of the five best matches in starting this year already back in March. They will not be on the level of a Shuri and Utami match. Like you are kind of putting the cart before the horse. It feels like, um, like, so when, so Utami is saying in the press conference, like I'm going to beat, I'm going to beat you, my biggest rival ever, and then I'm going to go to face Julia at in Sumo Hall. And it was like, oh, I don't really like that. Like, how about just making the thing be like, I'm going to climb, I'm going to climb my Mount Everest, and like, I'm going to like in a in a big win title situation, finally beat this person that like has always stonewalled me, right? Like, but right. it, it was it was a, it wasn't said like that. It was just like, it was that. So. And Shuri's goal is to, you know, because she has, you know, that kind of respect for for Utami. Is like, I want to beat you for your. Def- I want to pass pass you in the fences, and like Sh- Utami's there to close the door. But like either way, then get super physical or nothing like that. It just, you know, not a smile in sight. Yeah, wasn't much smiling at all. Um, did you see the fit Utami had? Yes. Yeah. Like she she she's been bringing that energy of late in the last few months on on um. On she press looked, conferences. She like she need a roughneck. It looks like she is the roughneck. Yeah. <laughs> the, and the thing is, I'd be like, okay, I will wear that. <laughs> <laughs> she, nah, she, she cool as hell. She cool as hell. Like when she called herself the royal cool, you know, champion uh, a year ago, it was like, okay. But like now when she's wearing these fists, it's like, I see it. I see it. I see the cool. I definitely see the cool. Um, but yeah, like but, the match gonna be fucking. But awesome. this comes Can't down wait. to one thing, James. The one defining thing. There's a time limit. No. Okay. Will Utami wear the extensions? Because if she doesn't, <laughs> she'll lose. Oh man. The power is in the hair. <laughs> the power is in the hair. She's like, she's like Samson. Could be. Could be. We'll see. We'll see how she. We'll see how it comes. I do like her new gear, um, which is you know yes. really hard to say given that like she always has awesome gear. So it's like every time you make a chance, you make a change. It's like it could be a downgrade because it's already a high bar. But she continues to, to do it. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she. Um, this match is gonna be awesome. 
And like, I can't wait to see them do that again. And that's going to be fun. Uh, and so, like, quite frankly, it, 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 would anybody be shocked? That's the best match this weekend. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So let's get to this, this charity show. Stardom's doing this, this charity <laughs> and letting, um, these men, oh uh, on the card with them. So not normally our thing to, oh, to wow. really, you know, talk about these funky dudes and all that. But, wow. you know, they were gracious enough, you know, uh, you know, to allow the, the New Japan wrestlers uh, to, to come on with them, you know, <laughs> um, you know, still still main event. You know, of course, you know, on top, Kyrie versus Mayu, you know, everybody got to fall fall in line after that. All right, well well let, let me do you want to you want to go from top to bottom or top to bottom? To top? I, I I still want to do the bit. Okay, my so. bad, go ahead. I didn't know you were doing a bit. I thought you were just okay, go ahead. My bad. I'm out the way. You know, I'm out know, the way. I'm, know, I'm, people, I'm people like, flat. I'm out the way. You know, people like Keiji Mudo gotta find their place on the card, you know, <laughs> behind Mayu Iwatani. You know, Tetsuya Naito, you know, have fun working the opener, you know, whatever you're doing on the show. I don't know. It's like third um, from the top or fourth from the top. You know, like that. You know, third match, I think. You know, Kazushiko Okada, you know, what, what does it look like, you know, when, you know, you're walking back after your match and then you see Kyrie there, you know, ready, you know, ready to hold down the show, you know, ready to send the fans home happy. And, and one of those two will be cutting the post match promo, you know. Um, you know, Tom Lawler and Zack Sabre Jr. get to, you know, be in the presence of the former Donald <laughs> Mondo. Like, 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 what are they even doing next to them? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't even understand. Um, then, you know, I'm looking at the rest of this show. And man, I, I just, I just, I'm just glad someone like Hiroshi Tanahashi finally gets to be around some, some excellence, you know, standing next to Utami Hayashista, you know, as he's had terrible tag team partners over the years, aside from Kota Ibushi, you know, they'll team Hiroshi Tanahashi with any goddamn body. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> that's true. So I, I'm just glad that, you know, stardom could, you know, be the class of Japan, you know, and allow these people to, you know, to, to help them, you know, help expose new Japan to the rest of the world, you know? <laughs> okay. So, all right. So I look at this. <laughs> Come on, Thereo Negro. What do you say? <laughs> so Tommy's going to be at gorilla. Like that was a nice match. Little bro. <laughs> the best part is it's funny. Like she's 24. <laughs> so it shouldn't go. Hey, little bro. <laughs> yes. No, like be like, yeah, that's a nice little match his had out there. You know, uh, you did a good job not getting in the way of Nats points ham, Tai Chi. Like, that's a real good job. I'm not fucking it up. Hey, like, bro, do you see that? Do you see those pictures of uh, of Kanemaru and Tai Chi at the Stardom Dojo? And um, all I, I just have one question, James. Does, has Kanemaru and Tai Chi dedicated themselves to learn to dance? <laughs> Did Tam make them attend dance practice to do the dance on the way in? <laughs> Told Tai Chi there will be no singing tonight. Uh, it's about this dancing. No, that's, what, no. that's what we're doing. Uh, okay, so wait, wait, wait. Okay, so you know the tag, uh, you know their tag music like has sick has the lip syncing in it, right? Yeah. Like, will here's my question. Will they all come down to the ring and instead of Tai Chi like performing with his music, he comes down to the ring as Tam 
and that's boy come out there and they got their own sticks and they, <laughs> they start singing their music. He he'll be adding additional vocals. Yeah. Oh my god. Taishi on the background vocals. <laughs> he just lip singing. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. So, but now what I was saying was like they showed uh, Kanemaru and Taichi in the uh, in the Stardom Dojo as like uh Tam and Aspoy were like demonstrating like the, you know their combo dive floor dive and then like <laughs> bro, first off I noticed that the ring ropes weren't tight so that this has something to do with it but man like Tai Chi look Tai Chi can't have like it was catching pure hell trying to climb the fucking ropes <laughs> like it's like bro I've seen Tai Chi have some of the best matches in any given year at times and like this 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 man was out here struggling for his fight for his fucking life to get to the second rope. Okay, so yeah, and in New Japan, you know their their highest men's matches is you know Will Osprey kind of anchoring it, and he'd rather be teaming with Azumi. Yeah, that is absolutely true. He would much rather be teaming with Azumi. Um, you 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 tell me, you know who show this is. All right, so all right, let's all shits all shits and giggles aside. Let let's go through this. Let's go through the card. So. I, can you tell I like, I like I wasn't like preparing that or anything, but I've been waiting to do this. I, look, I'm saving some of it for uh, the keeping it a strong style show uh, for the review. Because look, that video that I sent you that I had clipped up of a, of somebody from one of the talk shows like giving uh, Stephen A. Smith the blues, I still have that saved. I have yet to deploy that. I have that saved. And I cannot wait. To, I cannot wait to use that on Twitter in a couple days and then and then put it on the on the on the the, the cross platform thing or whatever. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Um, but yeah. So, um. Pre-show match, you have uh, domestic dojo guys versus LA dojo guys, um, and in a in a uh, eight person tag match. So like the you know LA dojo guys, you know Kevin Knight, Gabriel Kidd, Alice Coughlin, and Clark Connors uh, versus some of the newer uh, guys like the Oscar guy. I believe that's the guy that just uh, the big guy that they signed this um for uh, that's not j- Japanese. I think um, he's Russian. Yeah, yeah, because he, he was what, like a was he a not a weightlifter. Was he like a he was, was he a like wrestler. a freestyle wrestler? Yeah, yeah, like a freestyle wrestler and shit like that. So yeah, so I remember Josh was talking saying like gigantic dude. Um yeah, so uh Fujita, Oiwa, and Yuto Nakashima. Yeah, yeah. Um so then you have a uh you're gonna have a, a stardom battle battle royal or sorry, a stardom Rambo. Um, hopefully they keep it short. Hopefully it is more like this year's Sumo Hall Rambo than the Budokan Hall Rambo because that that was just unruly mess. Um, to get it right in the card. Then uh, second match you have <laughs> you have Chaos plus Leo Rush versus House of Torture. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, I, I mean, Leo Rush, you, uh, uh, Yo, Yoshiashi, Ishii versus Sho, Dick Togo, Yujiro, and Evil. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, once, so once you get I have past, no words. Yeah, once you get past that bullshit, you get Queen's Quest versus Donna Domondo. You get Lady C, Azumi, and Saya Kamatani versus Hameka, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai. That should be a good match. Yeah, um, you keep Mai out the way and let Tekla and Hameka go in there with the rest of them. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, I think Lady C is probably going to eat this pin. 
Um, but still should be a good match or a fun match nonetheless. Um, probably like in the three and a quarter range. Uh, then you start getting to the um, Tom the, Lawler, who is who is fanboyed himself, <laughs> yes, in, into a tag team with the number one wrestler in the world. Yeah, yes. I was gonna say like we we start getting to the inner the inner promotional uh, matches here, and like this is quite frank. Like, should we put Tom Lawler on for next of the year for getting this match for sure? <laughs> Man, you, because, you you might have to ask that question. Look. You know, we we started covering Stardom in the beginning of 2019. I started watching Stardom in the beginning of 2019. I started, and then we started covering here on One Issue Radio, like uh, probably around, um, probably like after the WrestleMania weekend show that they had in New York City, right? And you know, they would talk about Stardom here and there in every blue moon. You obviously mentioned the Observer, the results, everything every single week is picked up um, in coverage where you know. Um, Meltzer will watch their bigger matches or whatever else when he hears great word of mirth about some match. So basically, like, if he, if he reviews a match, probably like some match he heard was like four and a half stars plus, whatever, right? Um, and he talked about their, their business and their business picking up this Bushiro acquisition. The, the Shuryu Tommy match got the eyes around so many, so many people that Lawler watched it, fell in love with watching Shuri's, Shuri and her style. And then was so impressed that he's like, I guess he watched other shows and was like, hey, man, we need to, you know, uh, Alvarez, we need to like cover on 54 Daily, like every, you know, every Monday show. Like we need to cover every time they do a pay-per-view and he covers it regularly. Right. And like so and he's and he's it's always been about how much he loves Shuri and given, you know, his background in MMA, everything like what she brings as the hybrid between MMA and wrestling. He, he he's all with that. So like. I know he's over the moon. You know, he's been to Japan before. He did the G1. He came back. He's back for this. I know he's happy to do this. Shuri and Tom Lawler have made eyes at each other as far as like their admiration and mutual respect for each other and like doing the, you know, doing the MMA to wrestling back and forth thing. Um, So like, I'm happy for both of them. Like they have this mutual partner they have huge respect for to be able to do and they know kind of where they come from and all that kind of stuff. And like, even when they put out the promotional, like, historic crossover fan towels for each of them, like, for Team Shuri and Lawler, they put up, like, the jort print for <laughs> for the towels for the team. Like, if Shuri come out here in some, out here on some Britney Spears, jorts. Justin Timberlake VMA shit, I'm going to holler. Do you hear me? If she comes out here in the denim, I'm going to scream. Then uh, in that case, we just got to get 21 out there with Zack Saber and, Ju- and Julia. Get all the the Brits, you know, line them up. Yes. And on the side, you have that. Um, you know, look, there is Zack Saber Jr., one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, and Sh- and Julia, a person that likes to fancy themselves because of the person that taught them uh, that they're you know could be one of the you know best technical wrestlers in the world. Get your ass up off that mat and start brawling. But whatever. Like so, there. I'm sure there's some kinship there. We'll see how that goes as far as uh, their match. I think, I think that um, I think Saber's they're, they're going to give you a fall. preview. I think Saber's going to get the fall on Tom. Yes, yes, I think that's going to happen. But I think like they're going to preview. Um, they're going to give you a preview taste of what the what sure, the match yep is going to be, and that's that. I think that's the hook of this. Um, Saber and and um and Lawler, they're going to be fun. But like the main thing is, you know, getting to that and then getting to Lawler. The women's. Yeah. The women's. Yeah. So um, next next. after that, you end up getting 
uh, as I mentioned, Tai Chi and Tam Nakano and Natsupoi and uh, uh, Kanemaru versus uh, uh, sorry, Starlight Kid and Momo Watanabe and uh, Desperado and I am uh, lost Doki. Uh, Doki. Yes. Uh, so obviously Starlight Kid and Desperado they've been um, hanging around each other. They have a they have a a uh, a shirt together, a Desperado Starlight Kid shirt that's like half Desperado's mask and half Starlight Kid's face uh, mask. I I think it's I think it looks cool. Uh, I, w- I would consider buying that shirt given how much I like both of them as wrestlers. Um, Man, Do- but- Doki and Mo- Doki and Momo Watanabe are really compatible as characters. They're just these people that are just down on their luck. <laughs> um, Doki, in his case, is like he's a never go back kind of guy, so he's perpetually fighting from like the bottom of the promotion, and Momo's like just falling on hard times, you know. Yeah. It- I feel like these two, they should have some type of kinship here. The thing that's also lost in this is like, this is, this is, um, uh, Suzuki Goon versus Suzuki Goon. Right. So like, it's going to be, it's gonna be obviously, I think there's going to be some awkwardness and eventually they'll eventually wrestle as far as like, you know, the, you know, Don or cosmic angels and, and, um, and queen's quest. I'm sorry, queen's quest because it's Momo. I'm thinking queen's quest, but, uh, Dr. Cosmic Angels in um, Oedo Tai have no qualms about throwing down. In fact, they just had a tag team match gonna, a, couple, a couple months or a month or so ago uh, for the tag titles. They're gonna but, be yelling at the dudes to hit somebody. That that could very well be the case. That could very well be the case. I could see I could see Momo yelling at at, at Desperado to go out there and lay into Kanemaru. <laughs> I can see that. Fight your friend. Yes. Um. Uh. But I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I probably think that uh, Kanemaru's taking the pin. And Starlight in Starlight Kids side gets the win. Hmm. <coughs> maybe. Uh I could easily see Dookie t- or Doki taking the pin as well. I think those are, um, I think those are two people that they will be pinned, yeah. And you know, just because Nats Point Sam, they still have those tag belts, right? Yeah. And you know, they're getting the big push and, and everything and like and, they're you know, there's you know, they have their single that they're gonna be releasing soon and all that kind of stuff. So like so as far as like the marketing, it will make sense for them to win and obviously, you know, the the Tam and Taichi thing that's been going on for a couple of years. As yeah, far man. as like them, you know I think I think the evil people are losing this one. <laughs> Well, the evil people and I, knew, I already knew you was finna do. That's why I started laughing. It's like I was like, I was gonna be like, which evil ones? Because you know, I know you, you know, Tam and that's boy. They, you know, they're evil to your eyes. Yeah, because you, because yeah, yeah. you, you know, you're a miserable person. Can, can, can we just have you know, Kenamaro and Taichi just just hop the other side? You know, is, is it, it, have have boy test out these these kicks from Taichi? You know, can, oh. can we can we do that? Did you, you ever know? see the uh, that? Nasipoy and Tam versus Tekla and Julia versus Micah in her Mecca three-way match. Yes. They, they walked a doll with Nasipoy. 15-minute time limit and Nasipoy by the end scrapped all of them. <laughs> like the, the heart this woman possesses. She screwed over them four and then she stood up to all four of them. I don't give a fuck. I'll fight every single all four of you. About to pull a Ronnie Cooper. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, next match after that, uh, you start. Uh, you get a mixed tag match: Utami Hashishita and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Micah and Hiroki Goto. And given um, Hiroshi and Goto's history in matches, and Goto getting the win over uh, Tanahashi in G One this year, 
and given um, Micah and Utami's history as rivals and Micah getting uh, the win in the G1, the Grand Prix over her. Like, it's quite interesting. Um, And, like, I've seen a lot, or not a lot, like, I've seen a few people make the the Micah, Hiroki Goto jokes and everything. Um, But, like, these are four excellent wrestlers. These are four excellent wrestlers, and they have great experience with their people that are going to be apart across from, and I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great match. I really do, because it's, it's Tanahashi, and it's Utami, and it's Micah, and it's Goto. <laughs> Man, the ring gear is going to be... Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Between all these people, all like, yeah. all these people will spin that yen. Yeah. Um, I think Goto's taking the L. Catch a high fly flow. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Um... But yeah, I think it's going to be a great match. Uh, so then you have back to uh, the New Japan side. You have, uh, you have, uh, sorry, um, Lij and uh, ten person tag match. Lij versus um, the United Empire. You have Bushi, Tana, oh, sorry, Tanahashi, Bushi, Takahashi, Sonata, Shingo, and Naito versus TJP. Uh, Akira, Gideon Gray, Mark Davidson, Kyle Fletcher. Um, I think this match is like the the house, or so you call it, um, the party match. I think they're going to go out there and, you know, get like, you know, 12 minutes or something, and they're just going to fly around. Um, <clears throat> and like, you know, it's still a big show, but like, it's, it's going to be like, you know, it's 10 very talented wrestlers, and they're just going to go out there and do their thing. Like, I think that Akira, TJP, Obviously, um, moves, baby. Yeah, moves. Um, Ozzy open, you know, they're there, they're there for the moves. Shingo, Naito, Sonata, Tana, or sorry, Tanahashi, Takahashi, Hiromu, and 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 Bushi. Like, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be like the the fun party match. Yeah, getting Greg getting pinned. Yeah, yes, he is. Uh, who, who do you think is doing the pinning? Shingo Takagi. Okay, okay. Uh, well, you, you don't think Naito? Oh uh, yeah, Naito compared. He just you know he just yeah. you know lost to Osprey. I'm thinking yeah. maybe you know. Um, then uh, <laughs> semi main event. Just this, <laughs> we already know who the pen eater is on this. Is fine, but uh, <laughs> Okada, the Great Muda, and Toruyano. Think, think of this fucking team. <laughs> two Never. of the two of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and Toruyano. <laughs> Uh, versus United Empire again. Um, Great Okan, Aaron Anarwe, and and Jeff Cobb. Um, Okada's got. Okada's got. Got a. He's look. He's gonna have to have his working shoes on. Yeah, M- if Muda he's ain't make losing. This thing be, work really well. He's gonna have to have his working shoes on. Look, Muda ain't losing. So uh, Okan, get get ready to get the mist. Uh, he already Anare. got missed. Remember. To get it again, uh, and uh, I think all three of them are actually going going to get missed because this is being marketed as Muda's final New Japan match, so everybody got to catch this. That is true. That is so, true. Like yeah. you like how like you know this was you know Russell Kingdom sixteen night three was. <laughs> think of how think how long that 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 tag is Russell Kingdom you, sixteen night three right like that was the last. Keiji Muto show match in New Japan. Correct. This one is the last great Muto. Running current. 
retirement shows, and we still don't know when he's actually fucking retiring or if he's actually gonna retire. It's amazing. I, so, I am counting on y'all between yeah, everybody voting this year. It is Muto versus Jarrett. They are one and two. <laughs> Do not try to pass nobody else off above them two. All right, so you got so you got Muto winning. Muto's gonna win. Moonsault. Yeah, who's he, who's he landing Moonsault on? Ain't no Moonsault happening on this. It is no Moonsault. I I, I don't. How's he gonna win then? What does the missing lead to a Rainmaker by Okada or something like that? Yeah, he, okay. he, he can miss and then turn around Rainmaker. Okay. Uh, Hanari's eating the pin, right? Or yep. Great Okan? Hanari. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I'm with you. Uh, US what, are title. The, what are the odds this match is really good? What are the odds? Slim. I'm, I'm kind of with you. Unless unless Okada like wants is unless Okada's like looking back looking at the show and he's like, damn, that's good. Damn, that's good. Damn. He's like, nah, bro, you're not finna you're not y'all not finna embarrass me out here. I, I will take I will be in here for, for for ten minutes of this fifteen minute match. Um, outside of that, there's no saving this because like Yana, look, Yano's gonna miss it, right? Um, maybe. You don't like, think you don't think that y'all, you don't think that Muda be like I'm sick of this dude and miss him. Just maybe he'll miss him like after the match or something. Oh yeah, yeah, that's even better. That's even better. That's even better. Disrespectful. Um, so so main event U.S. title match champion Will Ospreay versus Shota Umino. Um, exciting. Yes. Times. Um, Shota is is there and he is getting, um, you know he's he's there on behalf of his apprentice. And this could lead to um, this could lead to you know a beat down that leads to Moxley, the door being called for Moxley, or the, the what do you call it, the uh, the thunder being called down for Moxley. But either way, um, given how Umino has has, has uh, done this year in different places from to Web Pro and the time I saw him in uh, Forbidden Door and Osprey being the best wrestler in the world, um, and it's Osprey and he very well aware of what what is on the Stardom roster, they're gonna go out there and ball. Like yeah, this he, is gonna be. He's gonna go for. He's gonna go get a four and a half star match. He just is what it is with him. Excited for Shota Umino. I will yep. tell you this: they better not ever try to dangle a, a Omega and Osprey program and then give me Omega or excuse me Osprey and Moxley <laughs> in his place. Don't fucking do it. Um, they um, this could easily be. Uh, Kenny coming back too to set up the Osprey if he's back too. So uh, I'm hoping it goes that way. Um, as far as show to Umino, um, they're not fucking around with um, him, like Ren Narita. Like It seems like they're really going to try with these guys, and I'd like yeah. to see them. It's like, really I, important I for gonna... them to. Go ahead. It, Sorry. It's, it's really important for these guys to get, get established and, yep. and eventually like get into the hierarchy here mm-hmm. because, um, you know, we're, we're looking at like the, the way the system is turning people out and, um, you know, it's just taking a long time with these guys. Like, you know, Carl Frederick's is not going to be around. Like he, he didn't make it. Um, you know, you got you, you more in their their wings. We don't know with him. So like they got kind of got to hit this one with Umino and Umino's look great ever since like forbidden door. Um, he showed up awesome over there. So, um, I would definitely hope that, he could have a great match with Will Ospreay because that seems like it's impossible <laughs> yeah. not to. <laughs> also, when you mentioned when you mentioned Narita and you mentioned um, and you mentioned uh, Shota, like also should be worth mentioning. I think I think when 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 Yoda Suji comes back, they're not going to fuck around with him either. I think they're going to like those yeah. are the three. They're just definitely going to run with. 
Um, and you know, they'll figure out the hierarchy whenever they get wherever they land or settle in at. But like, I think like they're taking all three of them seriously whenever, um, Suji comes back, you know, you know, you got to do right by Kabashi's illegitimate child. So, uh, <laughs> and then the main event, um, the inaugural IWGP women's title, um, will be decided between Mayu Watani and Kyrie. Um, this is a match that I have been waiting for ever since I started watching Stardom in 2019. If not for their matches um, in uh, 2015 and 2017 for the red and white belt, respectively, um, I might not have ever decided to pick up watching Stardom. Like I was so impressed by uh, their matches and obviously match with other people, especially like with EO um, or Mako Satomura, but um it was their match, their matches that, that drew me into it. I, th- I think they're going to have a different match than what they normally do, whereas a uh, kind of like a Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles type of thing where, like, one person gets a body part, they know the other person's move is to, sing- is to work on, is to, like, wear you down until you drop the elbow drop. So, like, Mayu works over Kyrie's elbow, and it's a battle of wheels of who can, you know, deal with the pain or whatever else and who can land the elbow drop and all that kind of stuff. I think it's going to be a simply different. Um, and, like... Quite frankly, I think since the final night of the Grand Prix that like Mayu has like she's been in she's been like she's t- almost like flipped a switch, uh, which obviously we've seen her do that t- different times. But like coming to America, the match with Kylan King was like, you know, uh, I remember Jeremy when um when he saw her do a woman honor thing with like um Kelly Klein thought she was just okay and then like he saw her like you know and Star was like oh this is just someone doing t- totally different like that match with Kylie King was like she's never had a match like that in America and then you know she had a match with uh Starlight Kid um in the Grand Prix um she had the defense with two weeks ago with uh Jazzy Gabbard alpha female and, and she like gave she, up she the- busted her ass off she, she gave up the SWA title. Yeah, she relinquished right. it to say that she wants to go after this, which is like, seems like, you know, when we ain't when losing no show, belt. When this thing was. <laughs> you know what's what funny? You mean? When she, when she, when she released the belt, I was like, I, I don't know if they're, it's now defunct because, you know, when the IWGP women's belt was like originally announced, it seemed like, well, this is, this is like, you. Like the utility of that belt is like the same exact thing as SWA belt. Like you're just replacing it. Well, we don't know. And now we kind of have an answer. But like, I was kind of like, you know, given how it was um, at the beginning of the year, like when um, when Tekla lost it, and how devastated she was when she lost the SWA belt. I was like, when when she released it, like was Tekla gonna run out and like come grab her her belt? <laughs> like I want my shit back. <laughs> but because <laughs> like when she lost that belt to Mayu like it was probably like the best acting performance I've seen anyone being devastated by a loss and losing something this year in wrestling uh, uh, like she uh, was, was like she lost it. like she lost a part of her body but anyway um, this <laughs> match say, it uh, didn't cross over into the cringe uh, Hiromu Takahashi territory screaming his head off right no 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 no. it was very like I, it's, it's like I lost something and it hurts very badly and now I'm going to slink off it was that. It wasn't. It wasn't overstated. It was just like, wow, she's a really good facial uh, facial actress. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think they're gonna have. I think that Mayu has like flipped the switch. I I think that Kyrie, you know, you can do whatever in a big match with her. She doesn't care. She, you know, her first weekend back, she ruptured her inner drum. She's back for more. So, um, you know, they're gonna have a. They're gonna have a. They're gonna get their time. 
they're going to go out there and have the, the opportunity to have you know the best match they possibly have. And I think they're going to kill it, and I think this match is going to be awesome. And and even if it, it look, and even if it's bad, I'll lie. <laughs> it's not going to be bad, but I just want to say because it it's funny. Clip that. Even if it's that. bad, I'll lie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like you know, it went twenty five minutes, three and a half stars, five stars. Fuck you. <laughs> James ready to, to, to start voting on cage match for no. that. He, yeah, he's yeah, right, ten, right the ten, Look, look, look. You know, everybody else. You know, apparently, given the cage match, like seems like everybody got burners. Like, I need time for me to start making my burners. Uh, but nah, man. Like, in all, all seriousness, like this match is gonna be awesome. And um, is it, like I'm just gonna have fun with it. Like I've. Thought about that kind of stuff for like the EO and Kyrie that came back. Like, what would the Mayu match look like now in this stage? And like, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. So like, um, I'm picking Mayu to win. Um, I feel like like who do you think would like kind of represent what they're going for with this belt better at this stage? Um, it depends. Like. Because both of them are the two correct choices to be the champion, um, given that it's an international belt. Like, if you are going to make this a thing where, like, this is going to be a part of the touring brand for New Japan of America on, like, you know, um, Windy City riots and stuff like that, or um, or Genesis, stuff like that, then, like, yeah, Kyrie's name has a cachet to it that... Mayu's doesn't, but Mayu does have cachet as far as like people that like women's wrestling and like Japanese women's wrestling are going to know Mayu Watani and you know like she like when she did the like these New Japan the fans aren't, aren't idiots right and when she did the you know the Kylan King match um at, in New York like she was over right mm-hmm. I mean and obviously you know she you know the woman of honor stuff like that does help like they people know her right like she was in she was on G One Supercard right like she was in Master of Garden people know her. Uh, but I think the Kyrie thing serves that purpose of like you can make a her real star, you can make her James. you can make her you stupid Kyrie doesn't cut promos like that. <laughs> uh, you can make it a um, you can make it a thing where like it's the you know she is an attraction and she comes in and you have a title match just in place and you know and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think there's a wrong answer. Me personally, I would put it on Mayu. Kelly um, Klein, real star. <laughs> So um, now, uh, but for me, the reason why I would go with Mayu is the the uh, domestic part, where it's like this match, this belt's going to be defended on Russell Kingdom, right? If this match will be defended on Russell Kingdom, like, and you look at the post life for where we are with some of the wrestlers in their careers and how much longer we think they may wrestle, right? Like, I don't think there. I, if and when Shuri drops a red belt, I don't think Shuri will be will get a second reign with it. But what she could do is similar, something similar to what she did with SWA belt um, in 2020 through 21, where like she just give her a big match and she's just the fucking best. So she can just go out there with anybody in a big match setting and have a killer match on any card on earth and stay, and be able to be that champion. And she's a incredible look. We've seen it for two. We've seen it for two years now. She's a fucking excellent champion. So I can see from that perspective, like, you know, people that just can't be the red or white belt champion again you make them the attraction and that's, that's just like in that's just like a 
That's just like a super belt, like a super championship in boxing. Yeah, almost like shit. like bigger than the belt type of thing. Like we we're not going to go backwards and give like I don't like. Okay, so Mayu has that movie That's coming just out. The Legends belt. Yeah, almost like a Legends belt. Like so, Mayu has that um movie coming out in I think twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four. I can't remember. And um, Melser was saying that like they're going to give her a huge push. This could be the huge push in in a way that doesn't like upset the timeline for for you know people like Kamatani and Tam and Julia. I think this is, I think this is a good way to you know split that kind of baby because like you got to get Kamatani up to that level. You have to get like uh, Tam and Julia a red red belt reigns. You have to get like Utami a second reign like in the next like three years. You got to do all of that. Um, and don't then, worry, like, don't worry. We will not be including a Momo reign for everybody. <laughs> God damn it! Track. So like I was, so I'm, so I'm basically like kicking. I'm basically kicking Madison Rain in the show. And you're kicking Momo. That's that. That's what we did. That's what I we kicked did. Madison Rain too. So I don't know. Uh, okay, all right. Man, go, man, going to war against the M's. Um. So. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Like. I think that's I think that's the path they go down. Um, and like you know, Russell Kingdom. I don't know who her challenger will be, but like you know, you know, Mercedes Monet and, and the talk of how much she's wanted to wrestle in Japan at different points, whatever else. If she's going to wrestle in Japan, it makes no sense for her to wrestle anywhere else but Stardom, unless she was an AEW and she has that connection that takes her to Tokyo Joshi Pro. She's not an AEW at least of yet. So. Um, you know, it, 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 I could see that happening. I could see, I could see that happening. I'm not holding my breath on it, but like, I wouldn't be shot if all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm watching the show at like 4 a.m. That that happens. See, I think it's, I think it's in the realm of possibility. How big the possibility? I don't know. Probably like five percent. One out of twenty. Here's here's some fancy booking you can run with. Like, she can be the challenger on January 4th for whoever wins this. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I have it like yeah. she comes out, like she comes out and announces, and then, and then like, you know, wrestling fans are flying in, or American fans are flying in. That's an attraction. That's one of the attractions, along with like whatever Osprey probably has going on for Wrestle Kingdom uh, 17 as well. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, like I, you know, I think this. I think that you know this weekend it's gonna be a lot of great wrestling. A lot of great wrestling. A lot of them um, to watch. Yeah, so me and Rich have already talked about it. Like, we're going to split up the reviews. Like, we're going to do the Stardom in New Japan review on Monday um, <clears throat> in coordination with Keeping It Strong Style. And then on Sunday, uh, we're going to do basically our regular show on Sunday to review all the stuff and Fallout from um, Full Gear. So, um, keep it locked. Yep. I always wanted to say that, like I'm like a hip hop radio DJ, you know. Keep it locked right now. <laughs> Keep it locked right here. You know? You know. Hot ninety seven. Don't don't touch that dial. Yeah. Power one hundred one point five. Playing eighteen jams in a row. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So big weekend in wrestling. Um, possibly like, you know, aside from All Out weekend probably one of the biggest weekends of the year so i think match quality wise like this is going to be out of this world yeah yeah because you got osprey title match you got a mayu main event title match you got a shuri main event title match uh you got a kamatani uh yeah yeah man it's 
Death you Triangle know. versus the Elite. Yep. Uh, Moxley and MJF better better bring it. You know. Um, you know, uh, swerving our glory versus that, um, yeah versus uh, the acclaim like that match like that match four and a half stars. I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. Yeah. So there's tons of great shit uh, coming, and I'm sure like no, well actually no, I don't think they will. Um, I, I I would I thought NXT might try to like pull some funny business, but they're doing it with for the Ring of Honor pay per view instead. So that's right, that's right. Uh, but when yeah, when is Final Battle again? December something. Okay. Yeah, I, I would have to check on the date. Do we know what FTR is doing yet? No, I believe Floyd is um very upset about this mm, um okay so so yeah um we'll see what happens with those guys but uh yeah should be should be a fun weekend can't can't wait to yep. watch everything yep um thanks for listening y'all uh rich what is your your plug for uh the, the solo feed Oh, yeah. Um, make sure you guys download uh, on the individual feed for One Nation Radio. Uh, December 10th. Awesome. Um, is the ROA show. Okay. The uh, Make sure you download the individual feed for One Nation Radio. Uh, it helps out the show a great deal. Um, and, you know, as we build that one in addition to the um, main social suplex feed, it'll be help helping you boys out a great deal uh make sure you hit the uh paypal on the cash app as well and uh it's on the bottom of the screen so yeah um Um, and if you are listening from the podcast you can go to our show notes or our um show description and find the link to our word circle and donate from there and be sure to listen to the other shows on the network besides one issue radio you have keeping a strong style the ricky and clive wrestling show grumman watch this shit the grave consequences. The grave consequences podcast. Uh, a bit suplex. All things elite. Great match generator. Get in the ring. Uh, meet the press slam in AEW match guy. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace.